Hey, thanks for listening to Chronicles Podcast. Just want to let you know that stuff we talk about on this podcast are from well over two months ago because we discuss what happened with the breakup, demise, whatever you want to call it, of the OG Joe Budden podcast. And yes, we know this is old news. Everybody knows what's happened, whatever. But this is talking about more pertaining to us and how we should handle situations like that and how we want to, you know, plan for the future with our podcast because we plan for our podcast to be something that exists for a while out there. And we hope it's a force that people actually listen to and respect. So this is more an internal conversation we thought was worthy enough to put out there. So, yes, it is from two months ago. But we thought now was a good time, especially because we didn't have the chance to record this week. But we'll be back regularly scheduled programming next week, which episode should be a banger. But thank you guys for listening. Nat, I'm out of here. Well, I guess you guys can hear me right now, but yeah. All right, cool. I'm going to press the button. So that we- I'd have been like, yo, what the fuck you breathing on my neck, bro? Yeah, I got some hot tails. You're burning the hairs on the back of my <laughs> neck, my guy. You're giving me another haircut. Just, I- my mind is just fucking blown right now. I just wish they could be here for this another installment of, you know what it is, JP? Oh. The NYDP. <laughs> <laughs> we explained the t- we explained Tuck's gang ties to Justin real quick so he can know what's happening. Y'all don't know the legend is here. Welcome, yeah. thank you, everybody. There, there's no gang ties with this. There's just well, there, you, you you seem to have like a lot of uh, gang affiliations. Like you, you ordered a, a blockbuster game based off the last episode I heard, and then you guys beefing with Hollywood videos and shanking but, dudes with but, screwdrivers. But, and but, just, but blockbuster gang was a real thing. You don't fuck with the BBV. Yeah, but I mean, you, you seem, but you seem like mad in denial about your past, and, you, and then then you like knocking scare straight dudes. Prisoners was trying to change children's lives. What, like I what mean, what what I want people to understand is that like I'm not reformed from anything. I just have experiences in life with groups of people that may have seemed like a gang, but it was just a bunch of people that hung out and got into weird adventures. And you oh just no, yeah, but, watched it. Yeah, but at it the same time, there. you should be taking your knowledge and. Teaching the youth. Well, who was there for me? Teaching them what? Teach orgies, bro. How <laughs> <laughs> to be a dog? Like, who was there for me? There is no, there is no teaching knowledge. See, there. see, see, see. Ah, oh, shit. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, if someone wasn't there for you, you can be there for somebody else. He was, so there, you, he was there for the chick earlier. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. nigga. You trying to kick knowledge? Hey, 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 hey. Nah, like, like, like. First of all, I'm not. When, when you do it, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hit him with a fresh ass look at him. Right. First of all, I'm not, I'm not here to raise anybody else's kid down the right path. Like, I did, I guide did, my siblings. Like, guide them. I've guided your siblings as much as I could. And we already came up with this. Tuck is the world's uncle, and if we call Christian right now, he would double down on that. Like, like so. Oh, like, sure. So I was like. Listen, the thing is, like, me helping y'all is one thing, but me raising somebody else's kid is another. I, I ain't say you raised them. I'm just saying, you know, tell them about your gang lifestyle. Tell them that's not the it's not a that's gang. the path to take. It's not a gang lifestyle. And like, bro, you called yourself the Dog Pound, New York first Dog of, Pound. First, first of all, if you're gonna <laughs> if you gonna get it right, you're gonna have to say it correctly. The NYDP. We travel in packs and hit it from the back. <laughs> Yo, I got questions about that part. <laughs> right? Right? So, let's go. <laughs> so, um, I will get into a story 
the an adventure that we got into. We got to get music off, and we got to preface yeah. this and stuff uh, first. Yeah. So. Yeah. Daddy, chill. And I will, <laughs> and I will talk about what is famously called the third floor, and that was the floor of ill repute. And I will regale you <laughs> with a story from that. You get a horny bonk for that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just want to preface this by saying, just know that the first maybe forty minutes are going to be jokes because we can't give you our podcast without some jokes. That's not the Chronicles way. First episode of that, we might need to call Ant to take a photo of us later, all together. All right. But first episode, I mean, first couple minutes of that, and then we got to talk, talk about some more serious stuff. It's going to be a more serious tone. We got Justin here because Justin has known, known us in the outside perspective. We wanted to get Raymond, but we couldn't make it happen. So we just going to get, just letting y'all know what this is. So if you're here for the jokes, first 40 or so minutes will probably be jokes, maybe longer, maybe shorter after that serious business talk type shit because we want to let all the audience in. So- yeah, y'all ready? Yeah. Yep. All right, cool. Oh no. Another day, another pod. We here, no new guests, but you know, we're gonna find out if you're gonna get some success today, niggas. But we here, it's another week, another pod. It's your boy. You didn't even hear the new AKs. I got some new AKs in the tuck, so we're gonna hit them off the back. It's your boy. Not like the NYBP. Well, I might have to take that back real quick. Not like the NYDP. Tuck, 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 tuck. You lucky I ain't got the bark loaded up for you, so I ain't even gonna go hit it. But it's your boy, Seymour Dollars, aka Lil Beef Patty, aka Big J Walker, aka. Bonnet Boys for Life is your boy, the Satin Scarf Surfer 3B, a.k.a. Barrington B. Bonnet. The B stands for Boss Man. It's not it's not a Barrington Bolt Cut today. I got him up in little puffs, but, you know, it is your boy, DJ Cotton Swab, a.k.a. Bosco Bandelier, the Neo Fashion Icon. Well, you know who it also is. It's your man, Black Lavender, a.k.a. Big Lavender, a.k.a. the Dry Rub Daddy, a.k.a. the Strings and Strippers is an ATM. AKA definitely and never gonna be Thick Daddy Satan. Uh, and always the big belly blopper. Apparently on this episode I will be senior Susio. Like, nah, you nasty ink. You the commissioner nasty ink. You nasty ink now. <laughs> like and as always, still your girlfriend's best friend. You know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know who it fucking is. It's the Prince of All Saints, the tribal chief of the Jean Pierre's out here. It's Oh, it's not coming off the dome. It's the, you know, the Blackberry Drake man out here, you know, chasing <laughs> cash, getting the money. It's your boy, JP. And it's good to be back here. Legend of all legends. 
aka your favorite storyteller. That's my new one. <laughs> and Justin here, good to be back. Happy to be back. You forgot one more aka. Did the dogs love me? <laughs> no. <laughs> nah, Look, he's, allowed. he's part of the nah. dog pound, all right? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you, forgot, you forgot Hollywood Just. Oh, you know, no, it's I, always Hollywood Just, bro. And the legend of all legends. Yeah, I oh, know. I said the legend, legend. I keep forgetting about Hollywood Just because no one calls me that anymore. No, it's just us. Are oh, you still Hollywood you're Just? Still, you're always you're Hollywood always, Just. You're always Hollywood Just before. Whenever you refer to you as some, to somebody else, it's, it's Hollywood, Hollywood Just. just. So you got to put the respect just. on your name. So I'm going to put respect on my name, Hollywood Just. I'm here. Uh, I'm, I'm also the uh, the caffeine cowboy. I keep forgetting. I'm gonna forget that one. I have and, to work that one in. And, and, and just like JP, I just want you to know, my family too finally acknowledged me as the tribal chief. No, nah, I'm gonna have to hem up my sister later on. Wait, 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 wait. Jason acknowledged you as head of the table. Yep, head of the table out here. My mom. Look, I, I had my mom text Jason and be like, "Yo, acknowledge him." Jason next thing you know, he texts me. He's like, "All right." Mom told me I gotta acknowledge you, so you you the man, you the king. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna have to dangle my siblings upside down and shake. My the cousins, or my cousins are still a work in progress, but my aunts, my uncles, they all recognize me. So yeah, I gotta go challenge our family too. It's time to. They can't beat me. Half my deck is made of pot of greed. Right? I'm just hitting them. Pot of greed. Pot of greed. Pot of greed. It feels good to be head of the table, right? JP, it feels good. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think my godchild is gonna acknowledge you as the head of the table. She's gonna have to eventually. The look on her face when. And I sent her the picture and told her. She looked at you like, mm, we'll see. Hit that nigga with one of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She yeah. don't know that, that June June's my Paul Heyman out here. He's just behind me. You, you <laughs> might, behind me holding my belt. Talking about <laughs> ding, ding. Like you, 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 might, you might get ding. You might get June June to be your, your Jay Uso. But <laughs> I don't think, I don't think, you know. She's going to be the Jimmy of that. She's uh, like, eventually the family does fall in line. Fall in line. So, you know. Your phone is ringing, buzzing on the table. I'm trying to, you know, let you oh, know. God. Oh, it's Denise. Hold up. I'm not picking up, though. I'm just going to go in my hand. You said hold up, so don't say hold up then. My nigga, I was ready to hold up. Yeah, we was about <laughs> to start the show. You could, uh-huh. You oh, better no, don't stop the show. You better check in. <laughs> okay, so so what were we saying? Uh, we were talking about the head of the table, but uh, what, I, what I was talking about was since Justin wants to continue to question me about any gang ties I had. I don't have <laughs> I don't have any gang ties. But but let me first preface this by saying how this started. Uh my nephew over here spoke to his father and his father decided No, to- no, it's not that I spoke to him. It was a it's a conversation I had a long time okay. ago where he exposed y'all. Okay, so apparently he, oh, shit. Like apparently apparently he exposed us as some kind of like Outlaw gang members When it really wasn't It was just EOD Like it was just a bunch of dudes In high school that hung out We had a stupid name Like most high school people Um, We just hung out And defended each other And then As we got older And you know We were really out partying And doing whatever We came up with another stupid name For a group of fellas Hanging out Chasing women So that's how the My dad literally chased women Yeah so Quite literally So that's how the NYDP was formed And how that that is fast as fuck boy Yeah (laughs) How that was basically formed was Because at the time We were hanging out I don't think you have any idea How fast I really am (laughs) I'm fast as fuck boy (laughs) So what happened was uh, at the time, I think this is when Snoop first dropped his his first single, um, "What's My Name," and you know, like he got really popular. You know, everybody was on that West Coast shit, and he was like, "Yo, we the Dog Pound." <laughs> did, did, did I not say that off air that they probably got their name from Snoop? Like, so how can I not get it from like DMX you. or something? Yeah. So, so what happened was as time went nah, on, it was DMX it have been. <laughs> 
and see R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. DMX. But see, at the time, I don't, DMX wasn't out and popular. So when we when a couple we, years away from that, yeah. So when we came out with it, we was like, "Yo, we from New York." You know, you know, we live in that dog pound life, and I was like, I don't give a fuck what you call it. Just keep bringing the women. Oh, <laughs> yeah. word, yeah. And, <laughs> and that's how that started. So it was a large group of us. You know, I'm not gonna, I wouldn't name any names. I want them to come on the podcast first so they can tell their own stories and do whatever. And what ended up happening was that's how we were for a few years, just dog pounding. I, I, just, I just want the viewers to know, just just look. So, Party time! <laughs> I just want them to know, like, yo, Tuck, t- tell tell them how many orgies you've been a part of. Like, you've you've seen what you're at eyes. least witnessed. Yeah, because okay. this is what we this found out off the air. By the way, Tuck. this was Tuck's anthem. <laughs> While people are smashing this living room, that's why he's just listening to on his headphones inside his room. Just kudos to that. <laughs> <laughs> You know why I really Caught have a, perfectly His girl wants to I, I, I laugh hard Because What's funny is That was a song Your dad used to play Some mornings When we used to all Hang out and spend the night At the house And we used to all Get up and just be Bobbing our head And it's very funny that This generation Nat finds that shit And puts it up Like because no, that was, Don't Don't, don't. Tuck, you know what my biggest problem with you? You're always trying to give my shine away to the generation of the niggas. No, give me my kudos, my nigga. This is me. No, but I'm this just is saying. King. I am him. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. Him, right? I'm just saying. Like, don't give my is, credit to these niggas. It's like, me. No, what I'm saying is like this is like, but with our age different. He's your. This is a different generation, and for you to have that knowledge to pull that song out, I was like, it is kudos to you. Because most people will not not this generation, me nigga. Right? Because <laughs> most people don't most people don't realize like Eddie Murphy wasn't even really my generation when this song came out. I was a, I was younger than you guys are now, mm-hmm. so it was like, yo, listen, that was wild. Shout out to Eddie for that one song with Rick James, <laughs> like. But it's a classic. But to say I have witnessed more than a few orgies and. Been involved in maybe one. <laughs> like, I'm about to bust. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that's so that in that situation, I'm gonna go into uh, what happened on the infamous third floor. And anybody who knows me, who has been around me, knows that knows that my house. I had a three family house, and when it was down to you know, when when the big tribal chief, my grandfather, passed on. Like, the house was left to me and my mom, and, you know, my mom moved to the first. I basically had run of two different floors. So, the third this floor. Third, the third floor was Nasty Niggas Incorporated HQ. That's, <laughs> right. that's what you want to. Oh, no. <laughs> so, um, on the third floor, many things happened. I used to just live up there, you know, shout out to my former, e, my roommate, you know, E Nizzle, Ian. And when Ian moved out, when Ian got into a deep relationship, he moved out. And the house was left, I was left there on my own. And, you know, I started hanging out with your father again. Actually, no, it was, this was more the time when I was going to college and every once in a while, everybody used to pop by. So before I went back to school, there used to be various parties that used to happen in my house. Things that happened, New Year's Eve, Mm -hmm. there was some wild shit. Everybody used to get drunk and do whatever. So one particular time, a group of girls were met. (laughs) Um, yeah, boy. <laughs> and it was only three girls at first, and then one day we were sitting 
outside in front of my house in a car and there was some shit being talked about like who was freakier and there was a challenge issued that yo, you think your friends are freaky? Like I got a whole set of chicks that's freaky. A word? Like, yo, why don't you bring them through? Shit, get a place for us. So so Nasty nigga HQ. <laughs> so, so the party was called pop upstairs and uh well, your mom was there right my mom was on the first floor my mom didn't, as long as you didn't disturb her fucking like she had the whole first floor like oh, okay. she locked her door and like and you just okay. go upstairs like there's okay. not like they had to come yeah, that's yeah. What I was wondering. they didn't have to come through like the they front. didn't have to come through yeah. her because if you went through the back you had to come through the first floor but if you go through the front there's the voyeur and you go straight upstairs so right so when we got upstairs uh we planned it for a Saturday night And I'm thinking You know what I'm saying Like it's bullshit Like yo Everybody likes to talk shit So it's about Nine of us upstairs And we Get in the house And The doorbell rings And I'm like Alright I'm gonna go downstairs Like let's see What's gonna pop off And I go downstairs And it's like Three cars in the front And it's like About 12 13 girls pop out Oh shit Here we go again <laughs> So I'm just like Oh Wow, hey, you know, like, so they go upstairs and. Yo, Tuck, so, you make it seem like you're the most innocent ah, nigga in these stories, my man. I just want to say that. Damn. Like, you just, like, you make it seem like you're sitting there and, and, and at your couch with your prayer he, book, he, my but man. He's, he, but yeah, he's the dude that's yeah, really orchestrated. Your prayer beads. Yeah, but you're the one that's in, that you're incorporated. So, I didn't, I never said I was innocent. I just said I didn't indulge in a lot of things. So, mm-hmm. I go upstairs, so then. After they get upstairs, like, I just check on my mom to see if she need anything. And then she was just like, yo, you having a get-together? I'm like, yeah, there's a few people that came by. We're going to sit. We're gonna yeah, a few drink. people, all right. And so she was like, so, <laughs> so, like, she didn't care. She was just like, y'all grown. I'm not going to, like, as long as nobody is banging over her head, like, she doesn't care what's going on. Like, just, I'm two floors up, so... Go upstairs and like everybody's upstairs and everybody has this look like, oh shit, yeah, you know, like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? So just sitting there chilling. And mind you, for the listeners out there, I'm not going to mention names. These people are going to have to come over and mention their own involvement in this. Right. Damn. <laughs> so, Damn, boy. <laughs> Damn, boy. He's thick. Boy, that's a thick ass boy. Damn. <laughs> so, <laughs> So as we get there, um, we go upstairs. Everybody's that talking. By accident, but it was funny. So let <laughs> not let it rock. Like as we get there, um, and we start delving out drinks. Uh, you know, I had. You know, I don't drink. Getting Any, the freaky juice out. Anybody that knows me, you can come to my house at any time, and there is alcohol galore. I don't drink. Nah, you drink, other. but you're not. But I'm you're not, not like you're not like Mister. I'm gonna get fucked up. Yeah, You'll I sip on something. Yeah, like I can have bottles in the house for years, and it's mm-hmm. not been touched. So. But there's a difference. You don't want to let let the bitches know that you not miss the party all the time. No, you down no. at the party and drink, but you're not the nigga that's trying to. You're not gain, Your goal isn't to get fucked up. You're yeah. not trying to take not, a handy to the back of your head. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to be laid out and doing all other shit like one of my New Year's Eve parties where I had to wake my boy up. And don't get like, it fucked yeah. up. Tuck would knock down a couple of handy coladas. Yeah, true. And like my boy got up and I was like, "Yo, bro, go to the bathroom." And he gets up. Turns and walks to my radiator and starts pissing in the corner. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> like, Stop it. 
Get some help. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, yo, like, That's yo. That's the worst, because when that shit heat up, it's just going to smell rank. <laughs> like, we had to, we had to turn this him. This nigga had asparagus. Like, we had to turn him to a bucket that was in the corner. We was like, yo, damn, like, what the oh, fuck? Oh, you had a poom poom bucket in your house, dude? No, I didn't have a poom poom bucket, nigga. It was just a bucket. We had, like, if we had a leak, and it's we would the, use it for the It's the Glizzy Galapsies bucket. <laughs> nah. At that it's time, no. It's a cum bucket. It's a cum bucket. First of all, we weren't all there, like. Dipping excess cum in a bucket like that. That's not that. Trying to steal the secret formula. That's just that's just fucking weird. That's just fucking weird, yo. Test tube niggas, bro. Remember that test tube niggas that we talk about? I can't. Okay, so so far you have that was cum roulette. See who got a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, get the turkey baster. Get the turkey baster. (laughs) So it's thirteen chicks up there. Just give or take, like and nine dudes. Yeah, give it so it's more females than you know. Yeah, nice. So nice, statistically speaking. So we get upstairs, and you know, like at the time, you know, you gotta ease everything in. So everybody gets some drinks. People getting shots. We talking shit. You know, um, at the time we pop on the PlayStation, and it was a favorite game I used to like to play. Hey, bro, like to lose to losing chicks up. So we would play like Dead or Alive, but we would play Strip Dead or Alive. So the thing is, it always had to be a guy and a girl. Would battle each other whether you had skills in the game or not, and whoever lost had to strip. So that started out. Oh fine. no! <laughs> so that started out fine because a couple of people got involved in it. But then you know everybody would be chilling, and the girls were like, "Fuck that!" Let's kick it in the overdrive. Yeah, we doing truth or dare. So I was just like, "Okay, this is kitty, but fuck it." Like we adults, let's see what's going on. Put down his Bible. Like, okay, I'll play. <laughs> like I'll so- dabble. So we get in there, and then they're like, yo, um, they asked the first girl, truth or dare, and she's like, yo, fuck all that true shit. Truth is, yo, like, I'm a thought. Dare, nigga. <laughs> so, oh. so I was just like, okay. So she's one, two, was like, <laughs> <laughs> we knew, like, certain people liked other people, so one of the girls was talking shit. To one of my boys the day before. Oh, word. You like talking shit? I dare you to go suck that nigga dick over there. And she was like, I bet. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, uh, you know, chicks talk shit. They ain't going to do that shit. She going to go in. Nah, she was like, if he got up. And they're like, nah, nigga. Why are we going in a room? Yo, we need proof. <laughs> Just zip. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yo. Why you looked at me like that? <laughs> nigga, why you have to hit the Yoshi, my nigga? That's a child that you're ruining right now. <laughs> like, so I was just Damn, like, bro. Discard Yoshi if you have a <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yoshi looked over like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, yo, damn. I was like, this is, this is wild. So, you know, there were other people there, you know, other family members that were there. We were just kind of like looking like, oh, shit. Hey, bro. Uh, like who's next? Oh who's, my God! Is it your turn? <laughs> is it my turn? Like, who's next? So like the game is going further. So like at one point, two people end up in the back of and this my is, room. And this is all going on while the dude's still getting sucked off. No, this is like like the dare happened. It was in. I don't think my man bust. I didn't pay oh, too God. much attention. But it bust right into the bucket. <laughs> yeah, come bucket. We know about it. Like so, he needs some milk. So. There's a point where two people end up in the second bedroom in the back. And because it's like, yo, just shit just stopped being a game. It just started being a pair off situation. And I'm just like, yo, these chicks are wild. So 
as everything is coming, like people are drinking more, everybody's settling in. It's not really like the kind of like this is not like a it's not going to turn into something like a porn orgy, like where everybody starts fucking in the living room and looking each other in the eye, like yo, like we gonna switch. No, it's like everybody. Nah, we're not giving anybody <laughs> the thumbs up. Like nobody's looking porn. at your boys. Great cash, homie. <laughs> like, so there's one point where some people were paired off. Like I just told people, don't you fucking dare go in my room. Like yo, listen, I don't care if you go fucking hallway. Don't go in my yo, room. Tuck, was out of curiosity, was my dad there? In the beginning of this story, <laughs> didn't I just say there was some family members there? Like, oh, my pops was there. Oh, I, I was about, to, I was about nigga, to clap. And roll, nigga. Damn, I was about to clap it up because that I was, wasn't exclusive. I was about to clap it up. Like my dad wasn't there at one moment. Like I'm proud of him. He missed out on something for once. Do you really think he's yeah. gonna miss that? Like, so I don't know. Maybe he was busy doing something else. So, what year was this? Uh, this might have been this early 2000s, right? Possibly, because I don't want to say this was like ninety eight. This, this could have been one of the reasons why he didn't come pick me up. Now I know why. I don't. I don't remember Jesus. the year, but it was. I don't think it was the nineties. I, I think it's probably. Yeah, I think it was. I can. You know what? I have. It's pitch. fine. It's fine. I have pictures. I was I just making sure you have pictures. I'm, I'm just saying. Time. Uh, time wise. Time wise. Time wise. Time wise. Say it again. Time wise. You got to make sure. JP was so curious. JP was so curious. He lucky his mom wasn't there, my nigga. You said ninety three, my nigga. That could have been why he's here. No, 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 no. no. no right? That's not. That that's why I said time wise, time wise, time wise. Yeah, that. That's not how you were created. That's a no, fact. That's not. That's nigga, not. I have so many questions. No, that's not your creation. I'm not. I would. I would if Tuck, I would never if throw your Tuck mom would have looked up like that. Like, like that, I would have covered your eyes and shielded you from the light. But I wouldn't let. I wouldn't let him do that. Nigga, I would have, yo, I would have went up to Florida, hopped off the fucking plane, looked at my mom, and be like, "Lies! You've been lies. You're made of lies. Everything you've done is lies. Like I the dog pound, lies. My childhood scarred, lies. What is real? What isn't? He didn't cut down the chair." Tree, you lied. Mom, you was part of the DP. No, first of all, I would never like for for your siblings and then and for their siblings and their parents and it's claiming they were never part of any of this wildness. They though they were part of the tamer times when everybody settled down. Your mom was a good girl. Your sister's pet mom was a good girl. There, there was it's also none okay of that. if y'all weren't. I'm just saying. Yeah, that, this they, is why I preference said time wise. Yeah, they, time wise. They were, time wise. They were, you left the window open. Yeah, and I your know mom. Your mom. Me sitting here listening to this. If I'm not at the table, if somebody doesn't say it, my nigga, you said family members. Yeah, like you're. Listen, this is not JP's this, origin story. No, Facts, listen, please, no. yeah, no. Not, guys, don't get it misconstrued. Don't yeah, get it misconstrued. Yeah, your mom and I were all good friends. Like there was, I would never besmirch your name like that. Like that's not. That's not part of the. But thank you for uh, for making a conversation. I'm gonna have with my mom now. One of these mornings when I'm out there, I'm gonna be like, "Yo, just looking at it, like, was you was you wilding out back in the day? Huh? No, your mom part was of dog <laughs> <laughs> Your like, mom, was, your mom would probably look at it like, mm, "That's that bullshit your father was on." <laughs> like, it's like, no, they weren't part of it. Um, so there's a point where everything is winding down. I'm talking to your cousin, and we're we're laughing about something. We're like, "Yo, this shit is just wild." Like, yo, I can't believe this happened. So another one of our friends who old bald then or he still had the luscious hair? Nah, he's bald by then. So it's we're a pretty bald, bald light skinned nigga. Yeah. So there's a Living point. Around. So there's a point where we're sitting there and we're laughing about some things and Let me get somebody comes out the room like My dick fell off. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, like so. What about talking f- about? They'll pick that shit up off my floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, so what about friends? Put that shit in the bucket. Come <laughs> <laughs> bucket. The come bucket. Like, so what about friends? Now with eighty percent more meat. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, yo, the chocolate cum bucket now. Oh, 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 no. Oh, damn, bro. My no. man Justin took just that step farther yeah. out the room. <laughs> so, right off into the abyss we go. <laughs> Hello, darkness, oh, damn. But, so, one of our friends who likes to cause a lot of chaos, things weren't going the right way. So, we're sitting there and we're like they're playing music off my my PS2 at the time. And we're like, all right, things might be winding down. We need to get it back up, put on some good music or whatever. So one of the girls there, and I wanna I should have pointed this out in the beginning. One of the girls there bought her sister, who's a cool person, but her sister had an eye ailment. Like mm-hmm. so her sister lost her eye, which is the sad thing, you know, but so she had a fake one in mm-hmm. and it was something we never mentioned. It's like, you don't want to, you don't know somebody well enough. You're not going to be a dick. Like, yo, what happened to your eye? Whatever. You just, you know, let it rock. Mm-hmm. So things start going a little sideways. Like people start coming out from their little fuck adventures and things start going sideways. It's winding down. We trying to bring it back up. And homegirl is, getting into a disagreement with one of my friends, like, yo, no, you should play this. No, you should do this. And he's like, yo, man, chill, ma. Like, yo, stop. He was like, and then she just kept, chill, blah, 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 blah. You know, she was like, yo, you don't know how to bring this party going. Like, what You the don't fuck? know how to look at me right yeah, now. Like, oh, that's not so. <laughs> so he was like, he started getting <laughs> So he started getting, that one, he started getting aggravated. He was like, yo, you need to sit down and relax. She's like, nah, you just don't need, you just don't know how to do, do a party right. And then he was like, yo, chill, man. He was like, yo, you keep giving me heat from over there. He was like, yo, what eye are you staring at me from? <laughs> so, I swear to you, the music stopped. Bruh. Everybody stopped what they was doing because they knew it was a sensitive subject. And we just all turned. Like, the thing was... Pretty much what happened, and then me and your cousin turned, looked at each other, and this is what I will always give your cousin. He knows how to read the room so well. This man started packing his shit. I told you. <laughs> I told you, bro. You got to know how to read the room. Like, he started packing his shit for a quick getaway. Raul and, pulled to me. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Exactly. Fuck this shit, I'm Like, the thing was, like, and that was always a, a funny moment between Raul he used to always say, like, yo, you better read the room because you just need to know when it's time to get the fuck out of here. But Tuck can't get the fuck out. He live here. He live here. That's the problem. You got to get them out. Lock the door. So the thing was, he he knew, like, I was like, I was saying in the beginning, like, chill with the noise because if my mom hears it, she's going to come upstairs and be like, what the fuck is going on here? And the last thing, I want my mom to walk upstairs and see. Someone getting like their back blown some, out. Someone's home. You know, somebody bent over in the middle of the living room while somebody's getting sucked off. Like 
And she was like, <laughs> <laughs> like she opened the door because the door didn't lock, and she opened the door and be like, "What the fuck?" It's you just know? NYDP, mom. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yo, right. now you trying to explain that shit to your mom? Nah, she, it's a group that me and my friends are part of. I mean, you won't be alive. You won't be telling the nah, story listen, right now. At but the, at this point, Chronicle, Chronicles would be JP and that <laughs> with a picture, like with a with with a picture of you right there on the and, chair. and love and memory. <laughs> like, there, there would be somebody else in my like it just. But yo, Nat, play play the play the dog sound three times for Tuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so so what happened was, like when he said that, yo, Rob looks at me. I look Stop at him. Stop hustling your paper, my nigga. And I turn and I go, what the fuck? I was like, I'm hoping peace would prevail. No, no, it's not happening. And then what happened was. One of the girls walks out with like her trying to oh, trying to button up her shirt. The other chick is picking up her pants. And when they heard it, everything just stopped. Yo, it like, sound like they're getting ready to scrap my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it sound like they're getting ready for him. At that one point, the perverted part of me, a titty drops out, and I'm just like, you, you I'm looking at the titty, but I'm looking at the situation. You wanted to hit it with the. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, it's it's silent for like a straight minute, and I'm just like. Right. It felt like a lifetime, and then homegirl just like balled up a fist. What the fuck? Who are you talking to, nigga? And I'm just like, oh. First shit, of all, use the n word. Shame on you. I was like, yo. I was like, I'm telling. It's, it's about to oh, no. now. Don't touch and my downstairs. And then she turns around and like, cause I had like a little table on the side, and she flips the table oh. with the liquor and everything, and she goes, yo, fuck this. Motherfucker, like, and I'm just like, and then he goes, "Why you mad, bitch? Why you mad?" <laughs> so I'm like, "Chill." It's like seeing they're looking like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, so they're trying to hold homegirl back, and what she does is I pop out. <laughs> it's nope. the only way that can make this story more wild for me. So she takes. She oh. didn't have an eye patch in the pocketbook though. She said, "Hold my eye, didn't you?" <laughs> <laughs> yo, imagine, yo, 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 motherfuckers, the guy, yo, I don't want my shit. Like, so she takes a bottle, seventeen thirty eight, and she, she starts like, <laughs> yo, there was a guy at my job who had a missing eye. We always told him like, yo, just take the eye out, bro, and put it inside your glass and drink it. <laughs> oh, yo, I'm done. What the fuck, drink? what, nigga, what are you talking about? <laughs> Like, he used to put, he used to have his morning coffee. He was like, "Yo, take your shit out and just drop it in there and drink it." Why? Why? Because we just want to see him take the fucking eye out, bro. That's it. That's all I want to see is how it look. He's a morbid motherfucker. <laughs> so she takes the bottle and she starts. They grab her hand and she starts just emptying the bottle, like throwing this shit at him. And he was like, "He said that's good, bitch." He was like, "That still ain't gonna help the fact that how you seeing me." Tuck, diffuse like, the situation. So I'm nope. trying to tell everybody to stop this and is chill. Savage. And this dude is still going. So mind you, this is now game over. And she was like, <laughs> like she was like, meet me outside, bitch. Come oh. on, bitch. Let's go out. And I'm like, oh, shit. So this is not in your house no more. No, it's still in the house. So I turn around to look for like. For help? Help. <laughs> and when I turn. Raul's gone. All you see is dust. Fuck that. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I turn around. Your father and Ra out the door. You <laughs> <laughs> just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine. You just can't get into it because they would never understand. 
And my family got their nuts bust up. They gone. <laughs> They're like my party. My day is done. Like so. All of a sudden, these chicks are scrapping. People trying to get dressed, trying to put their titties back in. Niggas trying to put their dicks back in their pants. And it spills out downstairs. And I'm thinking, oh, shit. Y'all going to wake up. Like, it's on the first floor. So everybody gets out the house. My man, Tuck's like, stop, stop. This is, this is, this is, now, this is now 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh. And they are out in the middle of the empty street on Beach Channel Drive. Like, yo, nigga, throw your fucking hands up. Don't, like, yo. Oh, he dick like, beaters up, <laughs> He was like, yo. He was like, you want to scrap, bitch? And I'm thinking, like, yo, chill. All of a sudden, you just see, like, my neighbor's lights come on. Like, you see people at the window. Like, yo, I hear a glass bus open. Like, <laughs> your dad is trying to start the car. So he can peel off. Like, yeah, I'm like, I tell You're just looking up my dad for help me. <laughs> like, I look over. I said, where the fuck are you going? Home I was like, help me get this shit. He needs to get line. cigarettes. That's why. He said, I forgot to pick up my son. <laughs> I got to go get him now. <laughs> so... It starts, so finally it gets under control. Mind you, I am fucking happy my mom didn't wake up. About to say, I was she about like, that. Once it was outside, you know, like her mindset was like, ah, oh, it's just motherfuckers out in the street acting up, not knowing her son out there trying to stop a fucking <laughs> fight out there. So Gang war. Yeah, so like glasses Between. breaking, people calling. Like, NYDP against freaky girls. <laughs> against the pussy <laughs> posse. So, <laughs> so they're like, yo, you's a pussy ass motherfucker. Pussy. Like you sit up here talking to a lady like that. And then like it kills the vibe for everything because like the chicks that was cool with the dudes they was dealing with is now mad. Like, yo, you need to go punch your boy in the face. They're like, nah, I ain't gonna do that shit the fuck. I don't, I, I, I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? You just suck my dick. What the fuck am I doing? It just caused the whole ripple. Everybody got in their cars. They took off. And I'm sitting out in the street. Here come my neighbor from across the street. Like, yo, bro, what happened? Like, <laughs> they was like, yo, you got these chicks out in the street wilding out. I see, I see chicks with their ass out. He was like, yo, it's about to go down. And he was like, yo, my neighbor's all looking out the window trying to listen. <laughs> just like the explanation. And I just look over at your dad and I'm like, my no, dad still ain't peel off? I was like, yo, how y'all gonna leave me like that? But you know what? All respect to your cousin. That dude looked at me. He was like, yo, man. <laughs> the first thing you said to me when we got upstairs that if like, yo, if your mother complains or shit breaks out and your mom starts screaming, you throwing everybody out. I just got an early start, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like He was like, yo, I got out as an early start. My bad, yo. But I'm just looking out there like this shit should not have been the way it was. All because one dude was mad because he wasn't like fucking around doing whatever he want. And it turned it, it went from an orgy to a straight street fight in less than an hour. Sounds like Far Rock. And like glasses everywhere. Like the next day, I knew one of my neighbors came over to tell my mom what happened. There's a bunch of wild chicks out there. And I remember I was like, You living that life, huh? Like, you out out there, what's going on? Like, and I, you know, I gave her the PG version of, you know, what happened, mainly that, you know, we all upstairs reading our Bibles, and what happened was, <laughs> homeboy said something disrespectful to the other girl, and they went outside to fight. Yo, I tried. Yeah, I told them, yo, you giving yeah, that friend, 
fucking bars, nigga. You know nothing about that. Yo, you're giving that Fresh Prince excuse, yo. Yeah. (laughs) That's Barbie what Tuck did. And he's like, yo, they went out to fight. I told them, please, guys, stop. They didn't listen. You know, so. Me and Jazz. I almost had Jenga. (laughs) So, I mean, that was the precursor to before. What's funny is we ended up. Still, like a smaller group of us, still ended up hanging out with the same girls before, mm-hmm. minus minus one person. Yeah, like with that left and eye. Okay, yeah, no, like she still came around. You know, we made our apologies, and that's when I ended up at the Brooklyn orgy where um I met the the sexy ass queen that was that stabbed her boyfriend a couple of times, and I was gonna I was gonna be willing to risk it all and take those stab wounds just to. <laughs> Give a stabbing to get a stabbing. Think yeah. about this, bro. I, I, These I, I, are all I, off of your dad's Black Planet poems. Yeah, like this was this was another podcast. Black Planet sonnets, bro. <laughs> like yeah, this was this Haikus. was this was on a this was on a previous podcast. So to answer your question, I've been a part of some wild ass stories and some wild ass things. We were not a gang. We were just a group of horny guys trying to. No story. This, this is you views. This is this, this is stories from from the NYC the NYCDP. That, no, that, there was no NYC in it. It was just NYDP, right? And you know, like uh, so at this point, that was that was it. There were no gang affiliation, no ties. I didn't have a teardrop tattooed on. You might eye. as well at this point in time. Yeah, but you were also her. like warring with Hollywood videos. But I mean, that was block- <laughs> that was blockbuster time. You know, like yo, listen. So Blockbuster yeah. was the gang, but NYDP wasn't. No, I mean we were just, you know, I wouldn't even say block, like, Blockbuster was a gang. We were, we were just def- that was just out the stealing DVDs. No, we were just defending our turf. You know, like a gang would do. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, okay. You're we're gonna move turf. on from this. We're just gonna keep going in this circle. I'm just yeah. saying that's what a gang. See, he's just in denial you know, of his gang. I mean, technically, right now we a gang. We, we I ain't no, in these no, streets. Nah, with that. My mama no, told me not. about her. We like, are. Aspiring businessmen trying to start something from the ground up. We're trying to get it out the mud. What's the difference? Don't, don't no, gang. we're not a gang because you can't tax a gang. And I'm not on these streets. <laughs> That's true. I'm you not can't. in these streets. Thing. I go home and play Xbox. <laughs> I play PlayStation. Only streets yeah. I be in is in GTA San Andreas. That's yeah. You want to be on my Minecraft server? <laughs> right, nah, right, look, no. <laughs> come on, man. We were, we were, we were, we were. Denise, I can't get Punani from jail, so she's gonna leave me there. So oh, I, I learned God. my lesson. Here we go. <laughs> At least you could get your 500 bucks back. <laughs> Imagine they put me in the same cell with the nigga Like yo bro uh, Now that I'm here my nigga Let's talk about how much you owe me uh, I've been doing the calculation over time You know what I mean With uh, Charge of interest <laughs> Yeah <laughs> With interest bro It's like two grand So um, first you're gonna have to run that cot it's my cock. I want to leave, dude. Yeah, Yo, you're going to have to pronounce that a little better because first it sounded like you said you need to run but that, that cock. 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 So, <laughs> hey, yo. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, my dick fell off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that. <laughs> that is, yo. That is. Let's change that. Give me the mattress. That's my mattress now. <laughs> like, yo. You know, like, <laughs> 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 like, that's a wild drop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like yo. I just the, f- the the fact is like that en- that en- that en- that en- that encapsulated that encapsulates all those orgies because that's pretty much what happened with a lot of things. Hey, oh no. So um, I leave the floor open after I've explained my life and some of the wildness that I've gone through. We got to speed through it. Look back but at Kobe. Any more funny stories before we get into the serious talk? I mean, anybody? 
I mean, I, 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 yeah, what's been going on with you, Justin? Because I haven't seen you in a while, bro. I also, know no, this is not the last time we'll have Justin on. We can talk about some stuff. Uh, you are at 45. Unless y'all want this to be three hours. No, no, uh, um, there's literally nothing going on right now. You're okay. No, okay. I got no, I'm not no, trying to cut no, Justin off. No funny but stories. This is supposed to be. I'm, 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 I am happily retired. And t- I don't know if you realize, Tuck said we have 45 minutes, my nigga. Well, actually, we're uh, at 43. Right, so 43, folks. I'm currently retired right now. Yeah, I feel you. No worries. I'm, yeah. I'm not trying to cut it off, but we got to get to some of the meat of this conversation. Yeah. Because I want you to look at how many questions are here for this episode specifically. We got to start getting through something. You got that shit written on Google Docs? I mean, I always use Google Docs. Respect, bro. Respect what? It's free. <laughs> what the fuck? What, you pay? No. <laughs> <laughs> My job pays for that, bro. The hell? They pay for nothing. Dude. Yeah, it's exactly. free. It's free. <laughs> you know? See, he, he act like he was getting ripped off by Google. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> you know? He's just worried about you. Okay, so the main thing of why we're here on a Saturday, May 15th, is if you, if you pay attention to the podcast space, you would know the Joe Budden podcast has imploded, broke up, a tear, a rift in the space. That shit was crazy. And if you listen to our podcast, you would know that I, I've been inspired by the way they do things. And I listen to their podcast. And so we do I. probably occupy a lot of the same space that they do. And in that some people who enjoy podcasts or listen to our podcast, chances are also listen to that podcast. And I don't want to get into the messy stuff of what happened, but I wanted to use an example. And I hate cliche quotes, but a lot of times they're true. And one of my favorite quotes is, nigga, what the fuck is yeah, that? Yeah, that's you? what I was saying. Like, I wanted to tell him, like, Wait, he's got his, no, he's got his nose. Over like he in the ketamine cave. <laughs> like, he's, he's yo, got his nose on the, yo, on the mic like this, and he just said, <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, what the fuck? <sighs> like he's fucking breathing mad hard, and Nat's trying to make the speech, and I'm looking at him like, "Yo, to, move your head, get ready to talk, leave me alone." Hey, yo, you, yo, for real. Go back, back to my corn, my corny quotes. A lot of quotes <laughs> are corny, but a lot of them are true. And one of my favorite quotes is, "A smart man learns from his mistakes. A wise man learns from the mistakes of others." Exactly. True. So. Here we are. I want to issue. I don't know what happened. There's a new update to the episode of Joe Bun Podcast. I was trying to listen to today, but due to calls and other stuff, I wasn't able to finish that episode. So I heard the first episode, heard some other background stuff, and Rory and Maul behind a $2 paywall put up an episode of their side of the story, which I'll listen to and maybe we come back and touch on the subject later. Another point of after I listen to that. But here we are. And I wanted to get some questions because I feel like a lot of the issues that went wrong with the Joe Bun Podcast is a lack there of defining roles, a lack there of positioning, a lack there of understanding. And as we talked about earlier in pre-pod talk is, because here's the thing is, a lot of people think we come and we press record. No, we have long conversations before, funny or not, just talking about shit because yeah. we're all actually fucking friends. Yes. Yep. And does everybody agree on that? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, you just got to ask. But like yeah. I said, you got to know who you're dealing with. You never want to be in a situation where you're walking down the street. You think this person going to fight with you. You stand up to fight. You get stabbed and that nigga gone. <laughs> like, nah, fuck y'all niggas. A big, and, and it's not wrong if you're going to run, but you genuinely want to know who you with. Exactly. That's true. I feel like if I'm with y'all, we in this scrap on the street, maybe there's certain decisions where we might fight, but there's certain other times where we might go, but we got to make sure we all on the same page. Yep. We're not exactly. just going to leave a nigga standing there if niggas look like they in fight mode. Yep. True. Exactly. So I just get that, and I'm going to get down some of these questions. And I just want to give some background on everybody and everybody else. Everyone here, 
I think a big sentence of this was people on Twitter saying, yo, you can't go into business with friends. I and I think that's furthest from the truth. Everyone here has had maybe not completely failed, but has had failed business ventures with friends. Yeah. From me with 8-Bit Drum with J.P. Raymond and some of our other friends that we could go on the list, Raymond, Sam, and Christian were all a part of 8-Bit Drum, and that kind of fell through. That was a failed business venture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that it's completely failed, but like there was points in times where the whole staff changed of Otakus and Geeks. Yes. You've had people that yes. worked out, and they were friends, and the business has failed between them. I'm not saying Otakus and Geeks fail, but that business relationship with those friends failed. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've had other podcasts, and I wanted to go into it that people think because we've just got uh, Chronicles growing, like going and started, that this is our first foray with podcasts. A lot no. of people send them it saying, like, yo, how are you so good at podcasts? This is your only, like, 20th episode, or this is not 20. This is going to be a bonus, but we're only at 19 episodes. How are you so good? They don't know. I've been a part of several podcasts over the years. Since and me and Tuck have met, first foray with podcasts, which is one of my friends, Rye, they had a podcast called... Uh, I can't, I can't remember what it was called, but uh, back in the day, we had a gaming podcast, and we just shoot the shit about random stuff. From that podcast, I then started 8-Bit Drum, Pod, 8-Bit Drum Gamecast, which was me, JP, Raymond, and Christian, and we would always shoot the shit about video games and just talk shit. And well, actually, when we met, when I think when we came across Christian, we was doing Twitch, I mean, you and I, which yeah, is sort of like a Yeah, we was doing thing. stuff like that, but and it was YouTube wasn't, as well. I was already know. friends with Christian for a while doing YouTube. Like long, like long other shit. But so we had Ape and Drum Gamecast. We had uh, another podcast called Baka Talk. And then we had another movie podcast. And we had all these podcasts. Also helped with another friend with another wrestling podcast, Get It Off The Ground, which actually did pretty well. Uh, I was on those Gaming Nerds podcasts when that was a thing. And then I also did my my friend Christian and Ross's, well, Chris and Ross's podcast, uh, the Half Gen podcast. And yeah. So and all then, these podcasts and well, also been on Baron Goods yeah, and, and Baron, other stuff. And Baron Goods was a podcast that I, I had. I was the first podcast I was on, which I'm not going to say it's defunct. We just haven't done anything. And I don't know if it's coming back. And that is up to the other hosts if they want to still continue it. They Every once in a while, we get into a conversation of, yes, we should continue and we should jump on it. But it's up to them. So but. Yeah. Not specific, we, not, but yeah. I feel like a major problem with that is not knowing where, not having the talks of knowing where everybody right, is, it, and where it, everybody yeah, wants exactly. to go, and what they want out of the you podcast. Because it kind of, because it kind of fizzled out when you know things weren't going. You know, one COVID hit, and then the momentum of that died, and then things didn't seem to work out. But you know, it was like, okay, we're gonna put this on a back burner right now. But at the time, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go. Nat wants to do a podcast. Let me do that. And this is where we are right now. Talk, I don't know if you remember this, but I asked you if you wanted to do a podcast when I was still doing 8-Bit Drum. Yeah. And then you yeah. didn't really see the idea of like podcasts or whatever when we when we trying to do it then. Yeah. But it's okay because we're here now doing a podcast. Exactly. Because at the so time, when I, I see you doing Baron Goods, I was like, nigga, you doing a podcast? You know how long ago I asked you if you want to do a fucking podcast? Yeah, Wasn't that not the exact conversation? Yeah, and the thing was, at the time, I didn't know what really pod... I was like, it's radio. And I was like, I didn't think, like for me, oh, do I have a voice to go out there on radio? I don't know what the fuck I want to talk about. But when they came with it, it was a drinking podcast. And I was like, you know what? I'm ready to do something else. Because at the time, ONG was kind of like slowing down. We were all doing our own thing. And I was just like, okay, I need to do something because I want to stay creative. So we started that. That had a quick run and a quick run, a lot of momentum in the beginning, but then fizzled out. And then as it did, and I was like, yo, let's do a podcast. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. 
Let's do this shit. I kind of like doing it. Let's let's go forward and do this shit. This and is where we are now. You, I want to give Justin the floor because Justin has a chance to talk about himself. On my top, going down the top of sheet, on this yeah. part is you know, some background on herself. So, Justin, founder of Otakas and Geeks, founder of Imaginative Studios. Say that right, right? Imaginative Visions. Magic Visions. Okay, cool. I, I fucked it up. My I don't even worry about it. And <laughs> the new podcast where you want to give a brief description yeah, it's, on that? Yeah, uh, it's called Imaginative Visions Journeys. And this mm-hmm. is where I'm interviewing people who are indie and mainstream uh, about how they turn their dreams into reality. So that's my first guess is one of my closest friends, how he became a developer. So and that's inspiring. you guys yeah. have had a podcast. Uh, Toggles and Geeks yeah. podcast. Yes. Which, is, which, which we still do. Which we, we still do. Yes. Yeah. Which is hilarious. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. We talk comics and things like that. So the background of that is we've all, this isn't our first foray with podcast. No. Right now, no. I can't say for Justin, but for me and Tuck, this is our most successful podcast. Yes. Because like by a lot. Because there was a plan made with this. Like, in the beginning, I was like, well, the other podcast, like, we just, uh, what do you call it? We just winged it. We went out there and did it. And you came and said, I have a plan for this. And me, one of the things I did, which I had to slow down from doing, I was just like, let's do this shit now. You're like, no, 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 let's slow down. And um, I first went out, and I was like, no, we're going full steam ahead. I went out and bought equipment. I was like, yo, we're going to do this. We're gonna. I don't give a fuck. And we're like, yo, we haven't even planned out anything and like you I was just like because me I'm just kind of like um that not have had a conversation here when other podcasts have ended and I've talked about how I've been a part of a lot of things and sometimes I feel like nothing ever pans out it's always and I always feel like it's me it's like yo if I'm a part of this this shit is just gonna fail like there's nothing that ever goes right like either it starts great and then it falls apart or it slows down and then it dies out it's like a plethora of things that happen so he came up with a plan and i said you know what for the first time plan this shit and i'm gonna follow you and do what you gotta do if it doesn't work i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be that like yeah. oh fuck it you know what i'm saying i'm like other things haven't worked out let's see what happens and from the beginning like it was funny it was it, it started out slow and i was just kind of like Yo, man, are we are we gonna be funny enough? Are people gonna look at us and be like, "Y'all motherfuckers is corny"? Like y'all on here yakking and talking about nothing. Mm-hmm. And followed Nat with it. We had it started out with just us two, and mm-hmm. then we mellowed on bringing people on. JP um, talked about my homegirl Maggie. We talked about different things, and he said, "Let's just do the pilot episodes and do this formula." And since I, people don't know, people's like, "Yo, why aren't those real episodes?" I've had this conversation several times. I was like. Mm-hmm. Because we're working this out. We yeah. had plenty of ideas. People don't realize they were supposed to be an A side and B side to this, pro- yes. this podcast. The and B side was supposed to be me and Tuck. So like one week it'd be me and Tuck. And the next week it would be us and a guest. And we would flip back A and B side cassette style. And the cover was supposed to be cassettes. Mm-hmm. And it, and I think what really broke it out. And, I, and a lot of people have agreed when I've talked to them. I think the episode that kind of changed it. And moved out was the law of robe and pom pom socks, because people to this day still talk about that episode. As she still if, wears, yeah, <laughs> like people still question me. Like if, even if I introduce the podcast to people, they start from the beginning and the first episode. They're like, okay, that was cool, but then when they get to that episode, they're like, I never laughed so fucking hard at all the stuff you guys were talking about, and I think that's when we found like. This works <laughs> like mm-hmm. this. This goes forward, and at that point, I was like, "This can really do something because it wasn't rushed. It was planned, and he was right. Let's do the pilot episodes. Let's see what works, what doesn't work. Let's see what makes everything tick. Let's see 
if this is funny, if this is not funny, let's see if having somebody here does this. Let's experiment with people. And each episode I felt got better and better and better and better to the point where we just got comfortable at the end and said, let's start season one. And that's how it happened. And it actually gave me the confidence because that's when I went to Justin and I said, I don't know when Nat is ready to start this. I was like, but you know what? Let's do a comic book podcast because it, we know you and I know a lot about comic books, anime, manga, and whatever. So I was juggling between both, but working on Chronicles helped work the podcast out for the comic book podcast. And we got better at it. And that podcast actually does a little bit. It doesn't. So we're going to get back to that because mm-hmm. I want to, I want to talk about like stuff that's related to a question I have in the future. So mm-hmm. I just want to cut you there. And I wanted to say, so you started talking about, about how we started this. And I wanted to say, Let's get it clear, because Justin's here, especially because Justin's Justin and JP, JP's a part of the podcast at this point, but are the most guest like appearances we've had on the podcast. So if anybody knows the business of what we do at the podcast, it's these two guys. Yep. JP's here because he's a part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And whenever we can have him on, he's on. He's our third mic. Yep. But Justin, outside of that, if we need to phone it in and be like, yo, we can't get a guest, we need somebody here. Yep. Justin's the first person we're calling. Hands down, just because we have that rapport with Justin, where we're like, if we had to stop doing guests and just close it down and fill that mic with a permanent seat, it would be Justin. Yeah, and he's had like some iconic stories on here that we've been yeah. like, yo, this That's shit. Why is- he's the legend of all legends? That's yeah. why he's Hollywood. Just you know, put him yeah. in the Hall of Fame right now. Yeah, and it it was King one Doggy of- style out here. Like he's stupid, and I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna have a whole new name. Yes. <laughs> and I think I think a lot of people If that's your drop, then the dog drop is <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck y'all. Right. <laughs> y'all is daddy gonna look at you and be like, yo, I'm gonna go home look at Denise and be like the show gonna have people looking dogs looking at like, oh so I heard you like dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My man hey the dog whisper out here. But get back to serious stuff. I would wanna say just outside perspective. I want to let people know, like, starting this, Tuck was finishing up with the other podcast, and I was like, yo, I could tell, visually tell, visually tell that Tuck was kind of bummed that this was ending, because Tuck was like, he wanted to do something creative, and I was like, yo, Tuck, you don't realize this, I asked you to do a podcast forever ago, Mm -hmm. because I felt like Tuck, the thing is, structuring and chemistry is super important in podcasting. Yes, it is. And people think, I've had people ask, like, yo, is JP okay? Or like, yo, are you Tuck, Tuck really friends? Because we have friendship conversations outside of the podcast. We all know, and this is a time to clear it up if it's not, that anything on the podcast is meant for jokes and is not meant to be harm- like hurtful or harmful or anything. Or to hurt like, anybody's jokes. feelings. Like, I would, like, I'm never calling Tuck a fucking nasty old fuck maliciously. I'm exactly. calling him that because he's my friend and we could talk to each other yes. like that. Yeah, we, we, legit, we, we can rib each other. We yeah. legit laugh about certain things. I'd say fight me to Tuck as a joke. I'm not going and fighting Tuck. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. Like He's not putting Tuck five is on a, the leaf. It's not, it's not like like additional father figure. Definitely uncle figure. Tuck's the world's uncle, but it's been there for me for a lot of shit. Exactly. Yeah. JP and Justin both. Same thing. Like, we've had a lot of situations you where we've had a like <laughs> Justin, Justin and I and Tuck Early situations, Comic Con, we came in. We they didn't know that we have this history exactly. that goes back, and we don't need to get into specifics. But we've done shit that it was first for all of us jumping in and figuring shit out. Yes. Exactly. I feel like those are the people that are super valuable, friendship or not, that have that rapport with you. You exactly. know what I mean? So, just wanted to say so they don't know is Tuck is the financier. Does anybody have a debate with that? Tuck yeah. is funded ninety eight percent of all the equipment here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah. That's true. And the second financier, even though he never comes down, is Anthony because yeah, Anthony space. gives us the space to do what we do. To and do the he, show. And exactly. we know what we're doing, but yeah. this is for everybody. If anybody has anything, don't say, don't disagree with it, but this is for the audience to understand kind of a peel back of the curtain so you know, understand what's going on here. Mm. They don't. They understand. They don't also don't understand is that I came with the idea. I was like, "Yo, Tuck, here's a fully formed idea." I feel like a lot of issues with maybe the Joe Budden podcast and other podcasts is people don't have a clear idea of what they want to accomplish. It's okay if you pivot from that idea, like we have with this mm-hmm. podcast. But when you have a clear idea of what you want to do and what you want to accomplish, it's easier to figure out roles and how you should decide situations from there. That's Henceforth, true. how people should be paid. That's true. Mm-hmm. And I've, and I've always said, like, there's always, like, people need to figure out what their role is because when it, when money starts getting involved, everybody's minds yeah. and everything changes. Like, yeah. it, it becomes something completely different. Because now it becomes to the point where you introduce some money, where people, where you have that pattern. And, and I think a lot of issues that come with this thing is, like, money interferes with passion a lot of times. It's, well, you know, I think that, too, but I also think... If you feel like somebody has the potential to be shady or cheating, because yeah. I feel like with I'm not I'm trying to take these conversations away from the Joe Budden podcast, yeah. But it wasn't necessarily money, but the thought that somebody might have been lying or fudging numbers and stuff, yeah. Which I don't think what's happened, but people requested ownership and parts of stuff is, and this is why I wanted to go over what people could provide, and I'm gonna continue finishing this up is. JP wasn't on for the first amount of episodes. Like he was on for some, like two episodes of pilot season, yeah. and then the first two episodes of the of the, ep- the podcast he wasn't on. And then he was the next guest, like the third episode of. I'm not. I might be getting this out of whack, but I'm pretty sure he was like either the second or third, third guest, guest we had yeah. on the official one through nineteen episodes. Now, yes, and JP was good. And then the thing is, I've been trying to tell JP to come do content creation with me for a while because people don't know. I was trying to get JP to do, I had a pretty successful YouTube channel that if I would have continued uploading every day and got JP and Raymond and stuff to come by and actually record videos, I have no doubt would have been really successful because I had that incoming traffic that if I had videos going up, I was averaging like four or 500 views on a video. And that's a good base for a nigga with no like real following. So JP came on and I was like, yo, JP, you got to understand that if you want to commit to this, we need you to show up. And if not, we just need to know. And JP's been really good. And JP, what JP's been bringing, which is JP's been really good at booking guests and getting people to show up and stuff, which I haven't yeah. even been good at. I haven't been able to put together as well as JP has. Mm. So JP's yeah. been knocking it out the park with that. Yeah. And then being also a solid, like, diffuser or, like, like mirror to bounce topics around and give different perspectives, which has been really fucking clutch. Yep. Because this is a point where I was like, I don't know if I'm running out of people to bring in because... As time goes on, see, this is one thing I'm like, I like the people we bring because they want to do it yeah. to come in like in the beginning. The one thing I kind of hate sometimes, and I say to that is people always, eh, yeah, I'll come on and whatever. And then it's because we're not out, you know, like it's not big. Yeah. But the one thing I'm going to let people know, if anybody's listening to this podcast, listen, if you couldn't be there for us from the beginning, don't come now. Like, don't ask me yeah. for a guest spot when I've been asking you to come on after things blow up and they're big because everybody anybody who's been on here yo they can come anytime they want to i mean here's the thing is ask us i don't even care if you if you do that but don't think that your like contribution is what sit this out here we have on people we like and know that even if you've turned us down in the past if we have you on we fuck with you and decided that we wanted to have you on exactly and and that's just the end of that but 
I want to say like so Justin has been very much advisory like whenever we thought of something like like whether like it's data or something or just how we should structure something Justin's been like if not the first person one of the first people we came to talk to about stuff like this Christian also but Christian's not here so we can have Christian on and Raymond's been for me personally very good emotional support like just like on figuring shit out but we can have Raymond here Raymond's been a good friend especially for me and JP a slide from staying JP on his neck Facts. <laughs> <laughs> just so the viewers know, I've recovered. Okay. And then, so me personally, do y'all know what I do for the podcast? Like, because I don't want to sound like, you know, fucking Mr. No, what I, what I say you do for the podcast is you're the, like what I used to say about me and Justin. Justin is Captain America. I'm Tony Starks. Okay. Justin leads it. I plan it. Well, I don't, in this case, I don't plan it. You, you plan it. You lead it. And you bring you bring it to the table. We feed off of what you're what you're giving us, you know. So if there's something I don't like, hey, you like nah, don't let's not do this. Or in mm-hmm. the beginning, let's not do this. So you pre you pre plan everything, and we follow the lead on it. So That's, I, I appreciate you saying that because I feel like when they were talking about this in the podcast where they had Roy and Moore back on, Joe was talking about what they do and stuff, and it sounded really nasty hearing. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was intentional, but hearing Joe like toot his own horn in this moment of like turmoil. So just for a perspective, I came up with the idea for the podcast from logo design to all the arts and stuff, good or bad. I have done uh, planning out topics, editing the podcast and handling the anchor. It's been all on my like my side. And that's not to say and this is more to the next topic is that's not to say if shit blew up right now, we had to break it down. I think there's a way to handle breaking that down. And the right way to do that is you itemize what shit costs. And if it means I don't have to do editing or something, you take that money of what you itemized of what it's worth and you pay people to do those jobs. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and that's I, the correct way to do something, in my opinion. If y'all feel that's wrong, y'all could say no, and that's I, I think, correct. Yeah, and I think that is there correct. There should be because a price on advisory. There should be a price on booking. There should be a price on financing. And there should be a price on whatever is the fuck yeah. I do. Because it takes, at least with something like that, you can now concentrate on coming up with stories, coming up with topics, coming up with hypotheticals. That way you can concentrate on the content part of it mm-hmm. and not have to say. I feel like that takes, like, say itemizing what somebody does takes a lot of the, like, the, I'm having a fucking hard time with words right now, the ambiguousness about how people are getting paid. And if I'm getting paid an ex- like extra amount because I do all of these things, which I have no problem handing off to somebody else. If it's just Nat's getting paid more than everybody else, it's weird. But if you itemize everything, you're transparent of how things are itemized. Then you can go. It's oh, okay. not yeah. that absurd. Is that? You know what I mean? It's it's, it's similar to, um, not to bring like. And I don't think I should be paid more, like like yeah. or anything. I'm just saying, like like adju- like adjusting. I feel like if this happened in their situation, they would have been able to handle stuff because a lot of Joe's complaints was they just show up and react, and that is a thing because they have like chemistry and you really can't bring on somebody to a podcast that you don't have a history with and conversate with them week to week. Which is why the third seat is always somebody we don't really talk to that much because we have our chemistry and then when you plug them in and now it shifts the type of energy you have, but you still need that basis of who you're talking to that, you know, so when you bounce an inside joke, Oh, let me explain to you this inside joke. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they, I think they did say that because when Rory and Maul were gone, People said, yo, I wasn't really into the podcast because the two people Joe had on there, they were just there kissing Joe's ass. They were just there, yes, Joe, you're right about this, where you feel Rory and Maul had that chemistry and they had 
the friendship enough to say, nah, that's not funny. Not dude. just like friendship, that. but the authority and yeah. the respect yeah. where you can challenge somebody on something. The authority and respect where if I'm like, yo, Tuck, you the, you the captain of Nasty Incorporated. It could be a joke and it could be taken seriously or not seriously, mm-hmm. but not as me trying to destroy him, but it's either exactly. jokes or advice. Or I could turn around and just say like, okay, the podcast, I'll push pause on the podcast. Yo, dude, don't, don't do that to me. Like, but we respect each other. Yeah, that's room for that. You know what I mean? Just like in the beginning of this, yo, can we talk about this? Yeah, yeah, we can. No, let's not talk about that. And just do. And I think that is good communication. I don't. I think they had that. I don't know where it went wrong. Well, I was gonna say a thing is you could hear them talking about the podcast. Is they never they stopped talking to each other because of podcast because they wanted to save everything for the podcast. Can't do that. And you know, I'm like, yo, let's save something for the podcast. But. JP, have we started talking any less because of the podcast? No, we talk, we talk, we talk the same amount that we always do. Tuck, have we started talking less because of the nope. podcast? Nope. Justin, have we started talking less because of the podcast? Nope. We talk. If there's something starting, I'm like, yo, let's save that for the podcast. Exactly. There's certain stuff I'd withhold because I'm like, I need your reactions for it. But it's never friendship shit. It's never like, yeah. yo, something's going on in my life. It's, I can't tell it's you like about the this hypothetical. Save it on the podcast. Yeah, like, yeah save the hypothetical for the it's show. Like the yeah. homeless guy who pissed everywhere on himself on the train yesterday. I didn't tell you that when I walked in the room. I was like, yo, that's a podcast talk. That's a topic. that's a mm-hmm. that's a reaction. Everything and not not for nothing. It's never hurtful. But I, how many times I say, yo, we give away we give away the podcast way too much. <laughs> and here. that's why and that's why in the beginning, like when you used to say that, I used to be like, I wish they could hear that podcast. Did we not have an hour that was fucking gold podcast? Yeah, it was. I'm telling and you, you sitting right here, you have to somehow rework retell that, that story without saying it. Yeah, without saying it. And I'll I'll try to do that, but that's. That's what inspired me to start pressing the button while we were talking. And that's one thing that also people like about the podcast. Before the podcast starts, those two, three minute conversations we have, they're like, that's hilarious. Because I don't think pe- people really think it's like, well, the podcast might be scripted, but whatever they're doing for the first three minutes is just them well, talking. Well, no, it's a peek behind the curtain of just yeah. natural conversations that yeah. I don't think people realize sometimes shit slips in there that's not supposed to slip yeah. in yeah. there because I don't edit it. I try to leave it as natural as possible. The only thing I do edit-wise is I'll remove a name or I try to clear out some of the dead air. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I think that's what it is. I think one of the things, I hate when people say, oh, you can't be friend, you can't do business with friends. Sometimes... It's true, but I'm I gonna get to that in the question because yeah. I have it structured in a certain way. Right. So I wanted so, to say, so everybody, did, that, that was the only thought I want to finish. Like I sometimes I think it's true, but a lot of times I think it's just and you'll probably go into that in the question. It's money. It's not the friendship. Well, we're gonna get money. into it. So because I think I think the order and I ask these are like linked together really well. So what does everyone here want out of success? Like let's say this podcast blows up and it was like okay, it's money time. What does everybody want out of success of this podcast? Um, for me, I just want um, equality with everything. I know a lot of people say, oh, that's what everybody wants. No, equality. Like, look, I've had money and I still have money. Um, what my goal is, which would be different for other people, is I want to pat my money to live a comfortable life as time goes on mm-hmm. and you get older. Um, it's not about the lifestyle. Don't get me wrong. We get we hit a contract or a lick that puts us in a yeah you're gonna floss a little bit mm. but I want something where I can it helps with other ventures and I can pat my stats because shit doesn't last forever exactly. so I want to be able to say that if we have a great run and it's time to walk away from it not because of bad any bad blood that we don't I don't want to end up on a Hollywood true stories or like. 
<laughs> this dude like was at the top of his like, yeah, <laughs> and like yo, now he's living in a box behind like, nah, so like he still Walmart. holds on to so, the cum bucket. Yeah. <laughs> so JP, you can answer this after this, but personally, for me, money is great. JP knows I would love to have an R34 GTR. Them shits is going up in price. I lo- I love cars. I would love to have some fancy cars. I don't even know I drive stick, but I love cars. But outside of being able to do that, money for me is access. Money for me is opportunity to do yeah. other stuff. And I have other stuff I want to do, like yeah. content creation ideas that me and JP have had forever. I've had, money, money allows you the freedom to do what you need to do. I've had, uh, like, like I really want to make a game. I have an idea for, like, three games I want to make, but I don't have the skills to execute them. But I feel like the story is all the way there, yep. and I just don't know how I would lead it to be a game that's worth as involved of a story that I have in my head. But so that's me, JP. I'm I'm with it for the money, but also at the same time, believe it or not, I'm I'm just happy being here with both of you two. Just being straightforward about it. It's the fact that I get to work with people that I love and that people I, mean, I have chemistry with. I mean like, like this, granted, is, this is like, this is a, think of this hypothetically. I, I think that goes to said with everybody. And that's like kind of like the last question was going to be the mushy question, but you kind of just jumped ahead of it. But it's like, if successful and now you have this influx of money, what do you want out of it? Like, let's say opportunities open up for you to do more things related to the podcast. What do you think you would want out of that? And that's where I mean, what do you want out of success? Well, also, of at the, the same time with this podcast, I'm still okay. This is the same thing me and you had a conversation before with this is the reason why I wasn't too comfortable with doing like other podcasts and stuff is because I'm not really great on the mic. Mm. Like, only now recently I've grown into being able to speak on this thing before i was nervous scared i'd say a few I things mean, we talked air. about a little bit on the podcast on, and i'm trying to steer you in the direction yeah you said you would love to have the opportunity to talk to more like famous people and introduce yeah, them and introduce them and be able to go ahead and it's the same thing i'm trying to be like justin out here i'm trying to send emails you heard <laughs> yeah. i'm trying to be like yo pull up like there's a few times like with my current job that i'm at i'm not gonna give you too much details about but i do work inside other people's houses like famous people's houses mm. and i do have that little itch to go ahead and like talk to them and try to see if i could catch them to go ahead and come but like their level of like stardom is like i, I don't know if i get them here they're gonna have that kind of great chemistry they're probably gonna look at us a little weird yeah. maybe gonna look like i'm trying to kill them or something because <laughs> yeah. this I'm trying to take you down to someone's basement. That you just say <laughs> they don't be like you're trying to off me. That's a security. That's when you just say we're doing this shit on Zoom. So that way they don't have to worry. Yeah, and Justin. I, I mean, with me, it's like, of course, everybody wants the money, but for, like Sean said, it's just for me. It's like I will, I will quote Dave Chappelle: "If I can make a teacher's salary doing what I love, I'm I equal that as to success." And that's basically it. it's just be comfortable i don't need to be super super rich i just want to be away from the nine to five like i said hypothetically let's say this blows up and we're like yo we you need justin to be mr email man we need you to come in and now you have more opportunities because of the podcast i'm saying yeah off the wall any opportunity what do you think you you would like to be able because i'm trying to say if we know now what everybody's goals are yeah now then you can start sharing this steering the ship to kind of go towards some of these goals yeah um I guess it would just be more. So, which is why I was trying to get specifics. I'm yeah, sorry. Well, for me, it would be more. I guess just creating more opportunities for others. That's just that's just how I've always been. Yeah, I, I, Jess and I have talked about that um, in detail. Like, I love doing stuff with you guys, but the one thing I would love to happen is everybody. Yeah. Be you know everybody take their projects and be successful. And I've always said I don't care what jumps off first. 
as long as whatever jumps off leads to helping everybody else jump off. Whoever gets to the finish line, you don't kick the ladder down. You, <laughs> you reach your hand down you, and you, you pull you, your brother you, up. You, pull oh, your you almost had it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I would say. some real fucked up shit. Like, I would I say. Thank you. I'm good. So I think JP could speak to this. You could probably speak to this the best as Christian and Raymond mm-hmm. of. You would you guys would know that JP could probably speak this fairly well as well too, but I've had plenty of opportunity that honestly I probably would have been more successful if I handled by myself. But has my goal has always been I'm not doing it if I can't bring my friends with me. Yeah. Yep, and you've always said that from the mm-hmm. get go. If I don't bring my boys with me, I'm I'm not doing this. Like most times it's like, yo, we going to Comic Con, yo, can we bring JP? Like yeah. like it's just shit like that. It's like I like Experiencing success isn't shit if I'm not having my friends go along. Like I, I would rather experience it with the people that I came from nothing with than experience it with just some random new people. Like I don't know you niggas. Yeah, <laughs> like that's bittersweet. Yeah. Like, like yeah. It's, it's funny you mentioned Comic Con because when I ran into you guys and I was like, "Hey, come to Comic Con, I got you tickets," and then I was telling Justin like, "Yo, we got to step up ONG," and then you came up and you gave this video, and I was just sitting there like. Yo, this is the shit we need, man. Look, look at this video. We're gonna post it on on uh Tacos and Geeks and our infamous plaid shirt. Yeah, our our high fashion. Listen, let me tell you something. I cannot find that. I know this is off topic. (laughs) I have to find it somewhere. But I swear to God, that was the funniest damn thing we and because it was just I know what happened to it. Yeah. The uh original channel, remember it got Yeah. But I think I have have right to hell. I think I have the video somewhere, but that I don't know what Nat was thinking. He just put the camera there, said, "Yeah, y'all go over there and do this." And I'm just like, "Okay, like." And we just started talking. That's the first time I ever saw you extremely comfortable doing something, and it was just funny. And then I was just like, "Nat with the camera," he takes the camera and he pans off. He walks over to Anthony, who never talks, <laughs> and he just points the camera at him. And I don't know what you said. All you said at the end of the video is like, "Yep." <laughs> like and that, and that was and that was the funniest part and I was like from that point on I was like yo I, I want to create I want to content create that's why in the beginning I'll tell you like I used to get on you so hard like yo you are talented do this keep this and you kind of you kind of like I'll get to it you know like well no I, I would say like not for nothing I don't think people realize but like personally I've had battles with depression and just yeah, shit yeah. going wrong and, and not handling shit yeah. the right way or like should have a potential which I, of falling which I, which, through which, and like which I understand which now. I figured that was that was and it. not and not like and not like not just that but like just shit happening in life you know what I yeah. mean and not and like having real shit to go on it's hard to be motivated by editing a video when you got real shit going on in your house yeah. you know what I mean exactly. and and at times I had to tell, I told Justin I had to forget like uh, anybody who knows me my personality is always like hey you know what I'm saying like something will happen I'll get over it and then I'll continue to move on with it um when it comes to that i was just like yo i'm always like strike while the iron is hot and i was just like you are just extremely too talented to be sitting in a house and i was like we come from a different generation and i'm like i'm trying to motivate you and sometimes when you're doing that you don't stop to think maybe there's something else going on you might have to sit down and talk to the person about where their head is at because even though they know they have the talent, they might not be in the right headspace. So later, it kind of it went from, and this is a good thing you brought up, talking to somebody before you assume what they're doing. Because my assumption was, like, you just don't want it. Damn, dude, how do you have... I always say, I hate looking at people with a lot of talent, and they waste it. Yeah. 
they just sit down there. And I was like, this kid is a genius with stuff. Stop wasting it. Stop sitting in the house. Stop. Like, you're young right now. I kind of looked at you like, if I had what you had right now at your age, you could be a millionaire right now because you have that thing that most people don't have to push yourself to that next level. Don't sit here in the house and don't hang out and waste it and, and just not well, let's do anything. It's not, it. it's not, it's not pray big nat up. Y'all gonna make me too embarrassed to ask the rest. No, no, no. It was that, that was my, <laughs> and like, just as here is my witness when I said like, he's too good to be sitting at home doing this shit. Like he should be like, just as more like we're motivated. We're older. Yo, dude, run with us and take this creative shit and go with it because you have your finger on a button of what's hot right now. What's I come to you when I need, Hey, do you think this will work? You know, like, you know, whatever it is because people always think age brings knowledge and you should listen. No, sometimes the younger person has their mindset on something that you can't see and that you're going to feed off of to bring you to that next level. And I was always like, yo dude, you have that next level thought process. Stop sitting in a house Wasting it Like I know Like every once in a while We would talk every once in a while About family I'd be like Yo I know it's bad But If you bring yourself Out of this level You're gonna solve those problems Not thinking that Sometimes somebody Has to sit down Talk Feel better Get over what they're getting over And that Turns their mind yeah. Because one day you said Like yo look This is the first time I've felt creative In a long time And I wanna stick to it And I was like Ah so This is where his mindset is at This is where he's going Like and at times I'm like, I don't want you to lose that. Just keep going. Like even if shit gets bad, talk um, to one of us. My man looked at you and was like, "Let's go." <laughs> yeah, like that <laughs> but, was pretty much it. Like, but I wanted to say we already talked on it. But do y'all think y'all could have business with friendship? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah. you also have to know at the same time you have to know your friends too, yeah. because that's what I was getting. Because to, you, know? you you have to know the people that you're doing. I could just tell you from Otakus and Geeks, you. Have people reveal themselves? Mm-hmm. So say like not not not. So so this uh, is the next question: Is everyone here is at failed business ventures with friends, and how did that affect your friendship in successes and failures? Uh, I'll, 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 and this I know this is what you're about to answer, so yeah. you don't have to construct uh, it towards the question. Yeah, but. I'm gonna I'm gonna um I will put it this way. Well, for the majority of them, we still cool. Mm-hmm. Like we still like everybody just went their separate ways. Like. I had to look at it from. I had to look at it from their perspective. One, tacos and geeks. Everybody worked on tacos and geeks. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Uh, you have to do interviews, reviews, and things like that. And sometimes there's deadlines. Deadlines. I don't give the, pub, the public relations reps give. So hey, if I give you this game, you gotta be done by two weeks from now, Tuesday. And if no one, if they can't get it to me on time, I get the email like. Hey, you said this would be up Tuesday. It's not out. Then I had to literally buy the game or take the game, play it, mm-hmm. do the review, and then you get excuses like, oh, my wife this or this happened. And I'm just like, dude, you had two freaking weeks. Oh, so, my but to, sister's cousin went ahead and got sick. So, yeah, or some, or some shit like that. But they, what I noticed with that was that people – Something Sean was telling me all the time. It's like, yo, you can't teach drive. Mm-hmm. And the people that we brought in at the beginning, they saw the glitz and glamour of it. They saw us on a red carpet. They saw us getting free shit. So they thought to themselves, like, yo, we could get free tickets to Comic-Con if we help Justin out. Or they never saw the fact that a couple of times we did some yeah. events. I got off work at 5 o'clock. I had to run to the train station, 
get on and spend extra money to get a faster train to get home on the Long Island Railroad, run from the Long Island Railroad, take a shower, get dressed, get back on that Long Island Railroad because I only had about 30 minutes in between mm-hmm. trains, shower up, get mm-hmm. dressed, hop on the train, meet Justin in the city. And that happened in a particular time yep. to do an interview f- where they had a cast of celebrities there. Yeah. And, and, not to, and, and I was tired as hell. You yeah. fucking up, bro. You could have just went to pay, went to a planet fitness for $5, got dressed. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you gotta, you, you, you gotta fucking at, fix yourself the, up a bit there, the buddy. Time, at the time, it, it, it wasn't thinking. Go, it was just yeah. like, go home, do it and run back. And, and not to mention there's days like me, Sean, be it, it's two, three o'clock in the morning, and on a Tuesday night, on a Tuesday night, oh, and not nah. to mention that people want to get into these press passes, but they're not writing articles. But we mm-hmm. need them to help us cover the conventions. So I'm the one writing articles under their name, ghostwriting like 15 articles to make sure everybody gets into the con. Oh, and drinking? then we get drink. to, and then we get into the con, and they're not even giving you the quality that you that's expected of them. They mm-hmm. just going around trying to get their own little size things on there, getting their own little review copies under the table and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then they start their web- website and that shit completely fails. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I'm throwing shade. I'm, uh, I, I didn't have the gunshot off. ready, my nigga. I didn't have the gunshot ready yeah, for that. That, yeah. was a, that was a good shot. Yeah. Just going. Funk master flex knife. You got to drop a bomb for you. Where's my flex bomb? And I, I thought that was a flex bomb. I couldn't find it. Goddamn, my bad. <laughs> and if they listen... <laughs> and it's the only time I'm never. Uh, it's the only time I'm. I'm gonna not be humble. <laughs> hey! It's the only time I'm not gonna be humble. Um, if you're listening to this by any off chance that you happen to listen to this show, um, Magic Divisions, bitch. And by the way, I did come up pop, uh, comic book author. Kiss my ass. Hey, If the shoe fit, bitch, yeah. <laughs> walk in it. So. Basically, to answer, to get back into the topic, is that you got to know who your type of friends are. First, you got to know what type of work ethic your friends have. Because I, I, I'm not sure if Sean does this, but I look at how my friends are at their nine to five. Because if you ain't bringing that same type of energy, even though you're not getting paid, and that's another thing too. I, me and Sean always tell people before they join, you're not getting paid. And I never say, hey, I never, you guys can test to this. I have never said, you have to post this up. Or if you can't make it, I don't flip out. You, Everybody has their own lives. I, I, I know that I have, most of ONG, it has to be me. Yeah. Well, it's like you know, also type, being yeah. transparent. I feel like yeah. people do stuff shady. It's nothing wrong with this person starting their own site because yeah. we, me and JP, Justin worked with us knowing we had our own exactly. site. Yeah. But and when I, you're starting your site, but then you're taking our oh, resources. No, no, I, I, yeah, no, that, I that agree. No, I'm saying that's. Yeah. But like, what I was saying is because, like, during Comic Con, he was he had a million complaints, right? And I was mm. like, "Yo, my nigga, if you got complaints, go make your own site and see how hard it is." Yep. And he thought that was me bigging him up, like, "Yo, I'm gonna go start my own site and fuck Justin and shit." It was like, "No, my nigga, I'm trying to let you know that this shit ain't <laughs> what it looks like, my yeah. nigga. I got my I, and." And he took it the wrong way, and I was like, "Yo, my nigga, I got my own site. I'm just gonna let you know it's not a, it's not that. Like, <laughs> it's not I, all like, sweet out there." I, I've, I've said to Justin on a lot nigga, of times, "Squarespace is four hundred dollars for the year, my nigga. Yeah. Pony up for your shit, dude." Like, I've, I've said this to Justin. Like, there are times like when people are like, "Oh, you got to do this." I'm like, "You have to remember, I still got bills to pay, and I got a nine to five to go to. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, work is not this wonderful thing I go to. No. And when you come home and you're stressed out, sometimes I, I told Justin that." This is a blessing to have this equipment because I don't want to write anymore. I'd rather talk 
And then I found out because I used to watch Justin do it all the time. Talking into a mic and doing a review while you're talking isn't just easy either. Because you have to plan it out. But I was like, it's a little easier to talk my way I mean, through something. I don't think y'all know this, but all the articles I wrote for Tigers and Geeks, a lot of them for 8-Bit Drum were all text-to-talk articles. I would Because yeah. I wanted purposely my articles to sound like my voice. Because mm. not for nothing, I've talked about 8-Bit Drum and like writing stuff for people. And I've helped my friends start their own website. And I told them, we're never going to get the news the fastest. We're not IGN. Nope. We're not whatever site. We're not all these sites to get all these news first. We're never going to be that. Most of us are minorities, and most of us are getting information secondhand. Yep. We have to put our base in the personality. That's what's going to send our shit out of here. Exactly. It's having a voice and having an opinion, be it wrong or not. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, I've, and I've said that even with the ONG podcast, because the, the podcast didn't start off as the ONG podcast. It was Justin versus Sean. It was Sean. Justin versus mm-hmm. Sean, because we like to argue about certain things. And then after a while, we realized that we don't really have that that much much to argue argue about. about. (laughs) Well, I was going to say also that's good because I feel like that's a problem with the Joe Wooden podcast. I'm trying to keep it as far away from that. Mm. But I feel like a big cause of strife was changing the name from I'll name this podcast later to the Joe Budden podcast because you guys did the opposite. You guys took it away from being about y'all because I know you had other people on the podcast Mm -hmm. and people who are on fairly frequently. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Jarell is on there and Nadia. I can't remember her name. Nadia. Nadia yeah. is on there like pretty frequently. Yeah. And now it's not about Justin versus Sean. It was still talking to geeks podcast It's about everything, which was something conscious in naming this podcast Chronicles. I didn't want it to be about me and Tuck because let me peel the current back some more. If me and Tuck get tired of this, it's not named Nat and Tuck talk about hood shit. It's Nat. It's Chronicles, <laughs> yeah. a, a series of Ratchet and Wild Tales, and we can mail this in. We could put in new host and sit him here. Might want to name that because that's a good episode title. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'm glad you said that because I, I thought of it. I just said, like, I always try to think of the positive side. This, because the um, people have talked about this podcast so positively, so there's a point where it's just a matter of time before it goes out. It goes national. And not to throw strife on the Joe Button podcast, I was like, if this is not a gimmick, if this is something, we could be that podcast to, uh, what do you call it, Take to settle to into that spot, void. to fill that void for people to look at. Because the the idea is great. The, the product is great. Mm. People can get into it. And that's only going to lead to people coming in for more stories. Um but there's a point where there are things I want to do, but let's just say there's a point where I'm like, hey, guys, I can't make it. This has to be this has to be something that I would have to turn and say, I need somebody with good chemistry. I need somebody to replace that because the one thing I look at Nat is like, Nat will say something to me that I'm like generational. Now, why not? I wouldn't do that. Like, you know, <laughs> and, it's, and it's funny. And I was like, you can't take somebody from your generation because then it's just like there's no there's not a different perspective you have to plug somebody in and there's one day you might get high on something and walk away you can leave that's what i was going to say for the previous question this could be a legacy you leave on to other people Mm -hmm. your 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 younger siblings could hear this and be inspired and come on and just say hey listen i want to learn from you guys and then all of a sudden it's like you just slide the mic over this is your time but i was i'm saying that to say that the naming of the podcast yes. is conscious that if we feel like we're not the best people for the podcast, it's not yeah. about ego. It's not about me and Tuck. Yeah. Can, we're oh, the yes. voices people are attached to, and we don't have any plans to mail this home or send it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. But our 
we feel like our personalities are, are good enough that if we shift and we shift and it's not Chronicles no more, something else, our audience is going to follow yeah. us. Yeah. Like, like like how we're doing a backdoor pilot for the all women's yeah. ONG because we know a lot of people like to hear Nadia and a lot of people tune in for Nadia. So put Nadia to the forefront. And that's good, not hater shit. You realize yeah. the essence of somebody and push it forward. Yeah. But essentially that answered the question. It's yeah. like, you know. JP, do you have any feelings about that? About friend, business and friendship and how that's affected and like how you've seen that? No, not really. Okay, okay my nigga. You're supposed to say something, my nigga. Say your piece <laughs> of something, bro. But uh, next question is, how much should we value consistency slash attendance? I know everybody else has shit going on. We're not paid, but how much should we value that? We've had several repeat guests that aren't JP and Justin. I'm not saying everybody should get paid. There's a certain thing where I feel like Attendance should be valued. Consistency should be valued. Yeah. If we're like somebody should be another person on the mic, nigga, they not gonna be like, yeah, I showed up three times. I should get a check, my nigga. Fuck you. I'm just. I just want to point. I just want to jump into that right there. I'm just so. saying. I've been consistent as fuck. I mean, this isn't a no, shot. You, no, this no, isn't this a, is shot a shot at you. At you. But yeah. no, you have because there's a point where because I didn't want to completely commit at first when you guys initially asked me like, "Yo, you really want to be the third mic?" And I was like, mm, "I don't JP, know." JP, what did I say immediately? I said, "Yo, if you want to do this, I'm gonna need you to be serious." And the, what the first thing I said, "Yo, you're my friend. You're always gonna be my friend, no matter what I'm doing, my yeah. nigga. You know, it's me, and I'm the nigga who wants to enjoy shit with my friend. But this is something different, and we're trying to take this super seriously. Yep. Yeah. And it requires a certain level of consistency. Podcasts only grow, only grow and blow up with consistency. Having that rapport and that catalog, because yeah, where you blow up is getting that one that lightning, and then people going back not, to the back and, catalog. And mm-hmm. just to piggyback off you, not just podcasting, everything we do to answer the question, if I may, it's consistency for me. Sean knows, um, especially dealing with me. Yo, that's my biggest pet peeve of, of, of any business if i can't see consistency mm-hmm. especially when you're coming to us like hey i want to be a part of this and then you're not consistent with it that means you're not giving if i'm giving my all mm-hmm. i expect even if you're just there for one episode or you're there for one article i'm expecting your all for that one particular article um or that one particular show yep. if you're not giving me the same energy i'm putting out and you're not respecting what I'm trying to build. Yeah, we got a problem. I was going to say, yeah. so like what I was going to say is, you know, what's the biggest compliment I've gotten outside of oh, y'all funny or y'all wild or something mm. is, yo, I'm surprised I get a podcast out every episode, like every week. Like, yeah, I, 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 I a lot got of people, a podcast out every week. Yeah, everybody is coming. It's like, yo, you guys do this every week. I said, well, the one thing I'm happy about, because this started like maybe late, sep- late September, early yeah. October. I was like, we have done every, there, there was maybe one Friday, there was only one Friday we didn't do it, and, and that was a family emergency, and after that, mm-hmm. like, we constantly come out and said, okay, we're going to do this podcast, and then now we've started to plan, if you're going to be here for this, we got a plan for that, mm-hmm. yeah. and, like, people are like, okay, every, like, I have some people like, I missed an episode, but they were able to go back. Mm-hmm. You know, or I didn't listen like to one this of our week. supporters. Sharif doesn't listen week to week. He'll yeah. like Sharif is doing the studying UX design, and he'll get on and he will listen like four or five in a chunk. Yeah, and then you know, like my uh, same thing with Mark. Mark will go in there. He'll say, "Well, listen, while I'm at work and I have, you know, I usually have a few hours of downtime. 
he was like, you get me through those few hours. Yep, same Because here. I can listen to this as I'm going along. Or some of my coworkers and people in the building will be like, yo, I'm sitting down here. It's dead. It's boring. I pop this shit in my earphones and I'm laughing to myself. Or I can download this and I'm laughing to myself on the train. Like, shout out so, White Chocolate. Yeah. So at the end of the day, they're like, well, I can, if I miss a couple episodes, I can go back and have something to listen to as I'm going on. So the consistency was absolutely right. Because I'll be honest with you. I was like, I didn't think of consistency. I always thought of, you got to have something funny out the gate, grab as many people as you can, and then go from there. If you don't grab people right out the gate, you're just going to be throwing pot. You're just going to be talking shit for months and nothing happens until uh, a good friend of mine who we had on a podcast, uh, Victor Cruz, he sat down and I've had, that's one person, if we had to have somebody else here talking seriously, I would want him sitting here. He was like, look, he said, uh, I'm an actor, I'm a comedian, and I've been in things that you can't imagine that I've been in. And he was like, you don't, this is one craft where you can have one good day and it doesn't mean you're going to blow up tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You're going to be working this every day. And if you keep working it, the main thing is if you can keep getting consistent money, you're good. Mm -hmm. You don't always have to be that big dude in front of the camera. He said, because if you notice, some of the bigger people, they have like two or three good hits and you don't hear nothing from them exactly. after a while. So he was like consistent, and this dude has been a consistent worker. Yeah, and, it's, um, and and just to piggyback off that again, it's once again like I was saying, work ethic too. Like if you are not in it fully, don't do it. Like you guys right. are fully in it. That's why I say it depends on you. Got to know who who, who you're working. Yeah, because there's none of these questions. There's a right or wrong answer. JP <laughs> could looked up at me. He's like, nigga, I don't care. I could miss what you call, but that's good for us to know. Oh, JP might be missing more episodes than we realize. We have to like not as in a mean way, but you have to know who you're dealing with so you can make these decisions. You know what I mean? And everybody has lives. And yeah, everybody like has lives. Shit pops up. JP's not going to be here next week. And then like yeah. uh, a month from now, Tuck has some days off and stuff. Mm -hmm. And there might be some podcast missing, depending on if we're able to record or not. But just know that. It, the intent is to be consistent and yeah. we're trying to have stuff to fill in those episodes. So they're not going to be as, as hot topic based. They're going to be more evergreen topics and I have some stuff, you know, in the tuck. Yeah. I'm hanging out with the keywords and stuff. But yeah. uh, And that's why I said there's a couple of times. You were right. Uh, you said, hey, let's get a couple of times where maybe a Saturday we all come together, do a quick 40-minute podcast, put some of those to the thing and we can say, hey, Nobody's going to be here this week, but here is content, mm -hmm. and here's something that's funny. Straight for your veins, you heard? Yep. So I would say the next thing is, depending on who's on here, how do y'all prep? Because both of you guys have been on on certain times where there's been other guests, and you guys both have been like the C mic. I wing it. You wing it? I wing it at all times. So I hope you know. I Literally, I have I have so chemistry with you, you and Tuck alone with, with the mm -hmm. third person that's normally there. Normally, if it's someone that I bring on, I think you're not being as truthful because you definitely say times where I think this is uh, you meet the mic and then try to figure it out. But like yesterday, like we had Ali on, right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, you were saying, yo, I wish I would have asked him X, Y, and Z. You have questions in your head yeah, but just the, because the, you just, don't ask them all the time. I feel like you still prep and, and think of how you process these questions. Yeah, it's just, no, there's certain things that I keep inside my head that I could go ahead and ask the person, especially if I already have history with them or I know them. Like with Justin, I know that I can ask Justin almost anything and I know I can't embarrass him that much because, I mean, I don't have anything embarrassing on him. But Ollie, well, I even will if you ask him something embarrassing, here's the thing is 
Justin knows, and this is where the chemistry is, is Justin knows you're not doing something to hurt him. No. You're not coming at him maliciously. Justin knows we have the funny story about about just the about that guy like fucking Hulk Iron Man and I don't know if Justin was drunk that day or something. Remember when he was at the movie theater? Yeah, nah, he was just having a bad day, like a bad night. <laughs> Where you you chest checked that nigga and I was like, Yo, Justin, Justin, this is not the one. This nigga is Yo, a Justin, fucking chip off of Thor's block. <laughs> Remember that day? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, like, I was like that nigga's well, not the one, bro. Well, yeah. You looked him in the eye. I was like, Yo, five on the leaf. <laughs> and I remember when he was walking down the movie theater aisle? Yeah, he looked at our role, get, and I was like, "Oh fuck, we have to fight this nigga." <laughs> <laughs> I looked at him like, "I'm gonna have to step in because this man." This nigga looked like his name was Adonis, bro. This nigga looked like he fell from heaven. You know, my so. ass would have been Bane. I mean, my ass would have been Batman. His ass would have been Bane. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> nah, we would have jumped that nigga, but I was just like, "Yo, Justin, <laughs> sir, please sir, don't do this to me, sir. Please, please, sir. I, this will not I had be a to, fair one." It was same thing. I had to let Justin know who I am. I will be here to fight with you. But just know that if I get my ass beat because of you, my nigga, you getting jokes for the rest of your life, my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna just let you know something honest, and he he'll probably come out and tell you. Anthony was gonna film it. There's no jumping. Uh, yeah. Anthony was gonna film Anthony everything. Anthony is just waiting for a moment. Yeah, <laughs> Anthony's just, gonna film everything. Anthony is just waiting. I th- I feel sometimes Anthony is just waiting for this moment. Like I just need some footage of this dude. I just need. Justin something. was mad that day because it was still came out the movie theater, and Justin was walking in those chicks, and I moved to the side, and Justin was like, "Now fuck these white bitches." And then one of them stiff armed my nigga. I was like, "Yo, Justin, Justin said, like he was about to crack her with a bottle." And, and I, was I was like, like "No, Justin, I was like, come let's here, go. Justin, come on, come man, here, let's go. Come here. We the, we are we have too much melanin in our skin to be here right now." <laughs> my man, Justin will turn on. Ah. <laughs> those are the rare times where. A human actually presses the button. Only one person has pressed my button to the point where it's damn near demonic, and that's my brother. But otherwise <laughs> than that, yeah, that's that's a that's a rarity. <laughs> Just for the record, people. <laughs> but yeah, that was one of those days where I was like, Justin, please come on, come on. <laughs> no. Oh, what was the question again? Uh, it was the, how do you prep depending uh, on who's on the podcast? Oh, for me, uh, I try to just uh, flow off of what everybody's saying. But most of the time, like I said, you, there's no right or wrong. Yeah, either. no, no. Like most of the time, when I'm sitting in the house, I'm laying in the bed thinking of trying to think back on stories and hoping that whatever your topic is sparks me to tell a story that happened in my past. Because mm. there's a lot of things I've done in the past that, to be honest with you, I didn't think was funny at the time. Mm. You know, like there are stories of things like um, a lot of people ask me now, like, oh, you must have great stories with. Uh, where you work and all the celebrity people you meet. I'm like, that's not the first time I've dealt with celebrity people. When I was younger, I used to run into a lot of circle of things. Like I remember the time I ran into fat Joe Mm -hmm. at a club and something wild that night happened with him and everything else. And I'm like, these are just things that happen. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's funny. I just think it's just like, to me, it's just real life. Like I've always, one thing I like about this podcast, I don't know if anybody ever so the Ricky Gervais show? Yeah. Yeah. So when I always think about the podcast, I always think of uh, Matt being <laughs> Ricky Gervais, JP being the tall dude that instigates everything. But the to me, the funniest person at that podcast is a short, bald dude because he's really literally just telling you real life stories and they're laughing and cracking up. And it's what these two do. They're just cracking up like... You're an idiot. You really did that? Like you, know, you just and, and then he's he's just seriously like, what what was wrong with that? Like that's that's how it is. And you guys are on the floor making a story that I feel is just like normal shit. Here's, here's ten times worse. It's me and JP, and here's why I I was really wanting to get JP on, is because 
if I'm funny, JP's a multiplier. <laughs> because anything filtered that I say through JP becomes funnier because JP knows where I'm going. And and that's Or even if he doesn't, he knows how to respond in the way where like, holy shit, I'm gonna send this to the moon. Yeah, exactly. And, and I'm just sitting there looking at the story like, yo, like why did it happen? Like, even when I told the stripper story, people are like, yo, they just kept egging you with this. Like, why did you do that? Like, why did you? And I'm just like, no, I was just really telling the story because at that age, I I'm just saying that shit was real economical. I would have never thought of that. That was, I mean, it saves that money. was genius for the time. Genius for the time. But at the same time, now that I, I'm on the show, I could say this on air. You should be ashamed of yourself. I guess. <laughs> okay. So next question is we need to start speeding through some of these, uh, in the event of this, like blowing up and we got to build the team. How does, how, how should responsibilities change? Um, like let's say we have to hire other people in, whether it's to edit or something like, should we expect that, that like somebody should, like I should draw back from editing or should I still be having an eye on that? If we're having like, let's say we talked about having Jeff on to like Jeff to help with video when we get that going, should we adjust that way? Like, yeah, I think once it happens, then our our um our role should shift to creating the correct content for the show because at this point now the show blows up. We can all assume the nine to fives are over for us. So now that the nine to fives are over, it's now wake up in the morning. We got to work on content. Wake up in the morning. Get on the subway, start interviewing bums. Well, besides that, wake up in the morning, find Sir, people, why you pee on yourself? Find people Jesus who God. find people who are gonna be on the show. Wake up in the morning and because in the beginning it's not gonna be like a I'm I'm assuming there's not gonna be a machine behind it. We will have a, a sponsor and that sponsor will be paying us mm-hmm. and now we have to divvy out the things. So now it's all right, Nat like JP, Nat and Sean, guess what? You start working the content creating. Me and JP are gonna start working on guests. Well, we well, well, not to cut you off. Since he brought it up, he he will be the one interviewing the bums. Yeah. So, <laughs> so don't JP's touch me. the bum interviewer. They're gonna yeah. touch you, nigga. No, don't touch yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. um, at, the, at that at that point, get what, inside this plastic bubble before now, you talk to me. Now that now that we've gotten backing for it, mm-hmm. what's the next creative thing we're gonna do to continue to bring the podcast? So that's what our job becomes. And now it's in that picking a good person. You know, we can all, we all sit down and agree on who's going to do the editing, who's going to do the filming, what equipment we're going to get, who's going to be in the background. So at this point, I don't know if we want to still keep the boards in front of us as, as, as if not to have. Well, I still want soundboards and I still yeah. need my laptop and stuff because I'm playing music and stuff. Yeah. I think the board duty should definitely be passed on to somebody so they could do live leveling and stuff. Because yeah. I showed JP today. Do, yeah. do I not do way more to the edit and, and put the sauce on the track than That's you think? The, you'd yeah. be surprised. So, so, yeah. So then it's like, okay, we have this. That's going to slide to somebody else. And mm-hmm. now it's just me and the mic and then it's us. Talking, but what's crazy I mean, but about what it, I think would be cool is you could get a laptop in front of you and start also seeing shit that you want to do because yeah. because you're on the board, you're monitoring stuff, and I feel like in a certain way that might cripple some of the shit that you could potentially be looking up. Yeah, and I think one of the things that um, becomes like once we have a team, it then becomes like, okay, we're going to have to start thinking of more creative stuff. We're going to have to now, you know, we were at a five. Now we're going to have to go to a ten. When we hit 10, we're going to have to go to 15. 
because now we're going to start, we're going to have the ability to think creatively. Like one time you said, yo, I think if I was just doing this, I would just film everything I see when I'm on a train, like, and this would be this content. Or one of the things I, I would love to do is we have, this uh, is Chronicles. Why are you fighting? Yeah, you know, but I would like to have a board, a live board where people can send in their own stories and we can critique the stories while they're there because if this is talking well, about that's a the goal story. i would love to have like that, that, that a hotline really, and yeah, i'm not giving good. my number out on the internet but exactly get a <laughs> google number a voip and get people to call in and tell one of their wild stories yeah. and or they can always put their like stories in the comments or whatnot we can always no, scroll I think it through would be funnier to have somebody people talk about it yeah and then like it's, the comments would be cool but I would rather do comments like a question, like if somebody doesn't want to get on and tell their own story. And like stress we they can't name names. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get any and legal then, issues. Like, and then yeah, we get people that. on and then talk to them. So then you could, like one of my things is responsibility and holding somebody's foot to the fire. One second. Let me yeah. plug this real quick. Uh, it's not this. There's some static in my headphones. I don't know if y'all hear that. Yeah, I hear the yeah. static also. I don't know what that is, but it's all good. Um, but yeah. There you go. It's better. Yep. Better. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. but, but yeah, so the next question is, I feel like a lot of the problems with the Joe Bunnen podcast, not a lot of problems, but like a big problem that happened is in growth, Joe became more responsible for other people's like well being, and people upgraded and did other shit so they could be, uh, responsible. And because of that, uh, I feel like when issues arose, they weren't able to handle it in the ideal way. And because of that, like they, he had to make decisions based on keeping people's like pockets filled. So should we stay self-contained to 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 like prevent issues of expanding? So like, are we are we kind of tan- like hemming of uh, quality improvements to make sure we keep this chemistry? I, I think for you guys, the most important thing will be not to. You know, <laughs> jump in. Um, but I think the most this important thing. This is why you're thing, here. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, the most important thing is, of course, the most important thing, always keep in mind, is that the show comes first. The content's going to be the most important thing, you know, when it comes to that type of aspect. Uh, to answer the question, um, yeah, definitely keep things self-contained. Like, you don't want to have it to a point where it gets to the point where no one, like, I guess, what happened with Joe is that no one knows what everybody else is doing, especially when it comes to the finances. Everyone has to agree. Everybody has to have, like, especially if it's you three, only you three need to have access to the books. Yeah, and you know, Well, you know, you know, other than you have yeah. an accounting, everybody yeah. should sit down and talk about what's going on. Like, yeah. there should never be, um, if you're going to spend money on something, just say it. Like, yeah. you, the, don't, the, don't, don't turn and like, come out surprised. Like, you know, like, cause ask know. Tuck. Tuck has wanted to buy so much of his pockets. How many times I tell you don't buy anything? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, like, and it would probably be an improvement, but I'm like, yo, we're not there yet. Let's take it slow a little yeah. bit and take yeah. it easy because the product is good. And I don't want to get, like, I feel like a lot of problems with Ape and Drum was we took on so much stuff. That's we had three podcasts going at the same time yeah. with all the same hosts. And we were trying to do so many things and we got burnt out because we were doing so many things. Yeah. A lot of times it's better to laser focus and focus on what you're doing good and expound on that and then expand. You have to crawl before you walk, yeah. walk before you run. Yeah. I think I think what that goes to is like, okay, let's say there was an issue with, hey, how did you spend this or why did you do that? Like just come together. If it's To me, there are little things you don't bitch about. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I bought a new pair of headphones because my current headphones are shit. 
It's not an expense you complain about. And, you know, only time that expense gets complained about with money is like when you're bleeding money and it's like, okay, we got to slow down and stop that. Um, buying like, a Only way that's an excuse is JP pops in with a new pair of headphones every week. I'm like, yo, my nigga, cut the shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so um, expenses you don't want to deal with like drugs, okay. no coke people. Well, yeah, like I mean, unless you're you, doing off dope, your drug your drug habit better be your own habit. Like, <laughs> um, like don't Come go on, off. Man. <laughs> Come on, don't, talk is for the show. Yeah, exactly. Don't man. go jo- don't go jet setting like for stuff. Like the one thing I don't like is like don't look for clout. Like don't the money starts coming in now. You wanna you wanna impress people with shit. You don't have to do that. Like. Mm-hmm. Don't go out. Don't take money that we could put to making the podcast better to go buy some useless shit just to just to floss. Exactly. You know, like flo- like to me, this is when I'm a floss. Tell me right now in my bank account, I have like 15 mil in the bank. I have good investments. I have a good retirement fund, mm-hmm. and I have maybe a couple of million just to just to fuck around with. Then I think we can go out and do some dumb shit mm-hmm. <laughs> for the night. Because we've built a foundation. But when we're on the way up, let's just be cognizant of what we're doing with the money because shit doesn't... One thing I've learned about the entertainment industry, you are here today, you are gone tomorrow. Like, no, you know, I know you guys have looked at a lot of content. How many content creators were there when you were coming up and they weren't? I One of the big content creators, and I've told Justin, I want to bring that energy back is... G4 TV was our biggest thing mm-hmm. to watch. And G4 TV was here for like five years and then it all fell apart. And I wouldn't want, I don't want that to happen. Like, you know, I think it's just playing your position and knowing yeah. where you're at in the marketplace and understanding yeah. that. I feel mm-hmm. as long as you understand what you provide and stuff, you should be fine. But that's why I said it in that should we stay self-contained because I I think I don't think we should like here's the thing is I always want to have some say in how stuff sounds Tuck knows that I could be one of the most annoying people because I want stuff to be very particular in how it looks and stuff and Tuck has known we've had our disagreements on like Instagram posts that have went up because I'm like yo it should look this way or should be cut this way x y and z Mm -hmm. not because it's the end all be all or, or fighting but we but we kind of built an aesthetic with the podcast on how things should look you know what mm-hmm. i mean and you bring in more people you kind of lose some of that control and that's a good thing but i re- like tug knows but like very, i'm very much one of those guys i have a vision of how this should look you and, know what i mean and i i agree with you because i'm exact same way with my stuff is mm-hmm. that you have a vision Want a certain way? I mean, we're perfectionists. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that's well, that's a flaw. But at, at, at times it could be, you know, you want everything to look a certain way. But what I was saying with the self-contained is that if it's you three initially, mm-hmm. you guys have to stay in creative control. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't hire people, and then next thing you know, say like I don't know, some you hire you hire a guy named Tim. Who decides to do the editing? Yeah, turn around and be like, "Yo, put this dick on your forehead." Yeah, yeah. And then Tim is just like, you "Oh, know, why did he, you cut? Why did you cut this this way?" Yeah, like, and, and, then Tim, and, and then Tim's going like, "Well, you know, Nat, I think you know if you adjust the sound, I'm this like, don't way, talk to my boy like that. Five and, on the leaf, let's go." And it's just like, <laughs> and then you're like, "Yo, Tim, you just play your position. You got to make sure the people you bring in." Mm-hmm. Play the position. Not everybody is going to be the quarterback. Not everybody's going to be the star receiver. Not everybody's going to be the coach. Hence, you, what I want to emphasize roles, the understanding exactly. what roles yeah. are and stuff. And, 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 if, and if you come to me, you're like, yo, you 
you should change this for Instagram. Should be considered. Yeah, I'll ask like why. Yeah, I think this looks good. And if you come, if you say something that makes sense, I'd be like, okay, let's I mean, just it's do not that. A, it's not a big deal. Or anything we yeah. should fight about. I'm yeah. just saying like that's happened. Yeah. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like Sean, Sean, me and you, Sean's living proof of all these years in OMG. How many times you've come up to me like, I think we should do it this way. I think we should do it that way. Yeah. And I'm just going, all right, give it a shot. And if it yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. We'll try it. My oh, you'll be like, nah, let's not do that. Or yeah. I'll be like, you know, even if it's a miss, like, yo, I told you we should have did that. Yeah. But it's just like, all right, well, listen, is this not a multi million dollar company? It missed, it missed. You yeah. know, I mean, so like I said, it's, it's not, it's not that, trial but, and error. Yeah. That's, so that's the next is. question is, if you don't put money in, should you have no say? No, I I think there are intangibles that go beyond money. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't put money in, it didn't mean you didn't contribute. It just means like you didn't put this in this part in. But guess what? You did yeah, this part exactly. I agree because money give it means you put no money in. Nigga. I don't got no say in none of this shit. Nah, I, I was about to say that. I was about to say that's like that's not necessarily the case. Mm-hmm. If you don't contribute at all and then go like this, then yeah, you have absolutely no say whatsoever. Yeah. Like, and that's more of in the scheme of things, like decision making. If we decided. Because we're talking about Joe. Let's say Joe Bunning Network came and was like, yo, here's a $500,000 for for some shit. Like, and I'm like, yo, my nigga, if we had, let's say another person is like, I don't think we should take that because X, Y, and T. Nigga, you don't have a say. Exactly. You know what I like, mean? Like some dude. That you just, contribute nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that dude that was just a guest star for that one day, but now he feels like he is mm-hmm. part of the I can't think of anybody show. who I don't, I can't think of anybody who wouldn't catch feelings. I, no, you know who wouldn't catch feelings? My boy Sharif. Sharif's a contributor. In sponsoring this, Sharif's my nigga. But if Sharif was like, "Yo, don't take that that plan, my nigga," and I know I need it, my nigga, I'm like, "Yo, my nigga, fuck out my face, bro. I love you. You are the prince of Haiti. I love you. You've been there for me for a lot. But you know that I'm broke, my nigga. Don't tell me what to do. We need to get to the bag. No, I mean, there's there's a point where if you if you and he could be right, but you know, at the end of the day, yeah, if you come to me and you give a reason, because Mm -hmm. sometimes there's a point where it's like. Don't always take the first offer mm. that's given to you because mm. it may not be the best no, offer. I agree. And I think ninety nine percent of the time, those first couple offers are highway robbery. That's yeah. not they they project you being worth X amount of money and they know they could get you there and you're gonna be worth way I, more. I will give you a perfect example. Um for me, uh, um, for my comic book for Magic Divisions, I had people come up to me like, Oh, well, your story should go like this or you shouldn't write this and you just look at them like, Who are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, are, are you are you are you are you writing it? Are you the, oh the artist should have colored this way? Are you an artist? No. Fuck, I'm listening to you. Well, Justin, like, don't talk to me unless you're spades. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, here's the thing: is like, it's, it's, it's the exact same thing. Like, I had conversations with Tuck where I was like, "Yo, yo, Justin, doing X, Y, and Z." I'm like, I probably wouldn't did that way, but that's Justin's vision. Yeah. I'm yeah. not gonna come with call Justin like yo change your shit. <laughs> it's not my fucking business. I'll be like, and excuse that, and me. I, Justin <laughs> hasn't asked me exactly. for advice on his podcast. I'm not telling this nigga what he should be doing. With, I mean, not his podcast on his comic book. This is his vision. I understand that that having that control, doing how you want to do something. Yeah, so exactly. it doesn't fucking yeah, matter I, at the end of the day. Not, not not to anything. I'm just saying to to no, what you said. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like for for me, I will say this. Like if you you can have a opinion but you don't have say in how the podcast that, goes exactly unless justin came and asked me yo what that, are your opinions on this that and that's a different yeah. story if someone comes to you but i'm not gonna come up to jp like y'all don't like them headphones yo switch your headphones up like yo like he brings his own headphones like yo no nah, no nah. i'm not even i'm just a guest Nat, put like, on a leaf, like, no. like like this this is my first like say like this is like my first time I'm like yo he shouldn't nah. be having this headphones on now nah, well, here's like an example like like <laughs> 
I get talked shit about his beats point. all the time. I yeah. get talked shit about his beats all the time. But it's not because of how they look or how they sound. I think they don't sound great. I think they're overpriced and stuff. But you know, what's the shit I gave you beef about? Nigga, you got to charge those bullshit-ass headphones so you yeah. can fucking use them. Just get some fucking regular headphones. Yeah, and like, he'll sit there, and I always look at him like, if you ain't pay for this shit, go fuck yourself. Like, I, I do what I no, want. No, but it's never about the cost or anything. Yeah, it's exactly. like, you really got to charge these bullshits? Yeah. And I just look at him like, I like them. I'm going to put them on. I don't tell anybody else what to do. And the thing is, the I will tell you the, the secret behind that. The thing was... Um, when I bought these headphones, mm. um, the first time I, this wasn't the color I wanted. Mm. And so, uh, what he called what I wanted, the guy was like, oh, we don't have it in stock. And he was like, you know, try these. And <laughs> I, and I, and I put them on and I was like, I kind of like the white mm. and gold look. And I was just like, you know, it was just something I wanted. So when these are, these aren't originally how they look, the pads, were, I've had these for years, the pads fucked up. And everything else. And I was about to toss them in the trash. And then I found a way to repair them. And I just felt like, yo, listen, this is a sign. When we started the podcast, I found a way to repair them. Uh, what do you call it? I got the part where I told you. I was like, yo, I've repaired my headphones. You know you can no, chase the pads. No, no, no. See, at the, t- at the time, like sometimes people say stuff and I'm just like, it goes in one ear and out the other. And I'm just like, whatever. So at the time, mm-hmm. I took it as an omen. I found a way to repair them. Found a way to put on this shit. This shit is going to work. Because I felt like. I had something that was dying that was resurrected and now it's about to go into a new it's space. It's the piece of destiny? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> JP, no, this is a this pair of headphones is constructed from the dead pair of two oh, other audio is, technicas. Yeah. That, those are Frankenstein technicas repaired, right there. Repaired, like different air pads. Only thing I haven't changed is the, the, the band on top of my head because I could change it but then they won't say audio technica. Yeah, so when it, I took that as a good omen mm-hmm. that this show would go somewhere because I resurrected something that should be in the trash and dying and bought it to a new new space. So exactly. that's why I don't take, that's why I keep the headphone. When they die, they're going to die. But until then, I'm going to plug them up. I'm going to charge them. And I found a way <laughs> the when they're dead, the plug, I got a long enough plug. They reach so I can plug it, use it while they charge it and go off from there. Every day, I, was say, I didn't know he could do that until last week. He had him on. I thought he was still on the charges fucking headphones yesterday when he was trying to watch Atlanta. So I seen him charging his fucking nigga, bro. <laughs> yeah. I was like, but then he came and put him on his head. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, I found a way to do that because I discovered that doing the ONG podcast because mm-hmm. I had left them on by accident. And then I was like, oh, these shits are dead. Oh, we don't have enough headphones. Fuck it. I plugged it in and I was just like, all right, that's why I bought. These are the white and gray bullshits that don't sound as good mm-hmm. in the headphones. And then when we went out, we bought these nice Sony ones that, you know, will go from there. But you know. I said, just keep them simple. Nobody could have anything to do. Like, nobody could fuck yeah. with them. But if you see on my computer, the next question was, yo, the answer should be no to, to if you don't put money in, should you have no say? And then it was like. Oh, what are some of the intangibles you feel like help grow intellectual property? But you guys kind of brushed over a lot of that, I feel yeah. like. But JP. If you add we- something, like, first of all, like, JP comes in, he adds something to it. He's been here. He consistently has been trying to get here. You know, that doesn't mean that time, you know, like, the big financer comes in and goes, you know, hell, let's say Spotify calls us one day. And it's like, look, we've been listening to your stuff. You like, yo, we think it's great. Who's who's in it? And then all of a sudden, you know, we do some file shit. Like, don't even call JP to let him know, like, yo, we're having mm-hmm. a meeting with it. 
I was like, but he was a part of the show that got us there. He's got Trey Song sitting yeah. here in JPC. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know where you live, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, like you, JP outside giving Trey Songs five on the lead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yo, don't tell him people don't piss on him. He ain't into that shit. That's just Thanos, JP. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I don't think, I think that's where people get their egos from. Like, mm-hmm. doesn't matter how you got there. Like, if one person comes in, what's funny you saying that? That feels like that's how NWA fucked up. Yeah. One person was putting this in, and then oh well, I did this and I did that, and you don't do this shit. And you no, everybody worked together to get here, so everybody gets their that, fair chance. That's why the foundation built has to still remain yeah. with the people that built the foundation. <laughs> the people that laid the bricks still have to be in the house once the house is built. That's why I, I say mean, this peeling current back, this is surveying the foundation. I feel like we built a good foundation. Let's make sure we're all on the same yeah. page about this and foundation. Then, and when, when you we all to- handled separate corners of the foundation. Let me make sure we all thought about handling the same way. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, and don't, and don't come in there. I, th- I think the main thing is like... I trust y'all. I'm not going to go check y'all corners, but you know, let's yeah. just talk about it. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah but you're not going to have... Um, People just come into your foundation too. You just yeah. gotta be careful who you let. It's just no, then, you yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like now we're yeah. moving up from the foundation yeah. to the house, yeah. and let's just talk about yeah, each other's got, what like, y'all did to y'all. Because you know you did some oh, little saucy sorry, shit no, to customize your side of the foundation. Let's make sure you know yeah. we all got it right. And I think also you just gotta be careful. Don't let don't let outside influences mm-hmm. take mm-hmm. you out of what you're doing. Like if because I know a lot of people that like, get together, they get success, and then all of a sudden here's the girlfriend. Like well. Well, you this ties this. into the next co- comment, and it's like everyone here, by my definition, is day one. What does day one mean to y'all? Well, day one means to me the people who were there when you were struggling. Like, if we all living in the same cardboard box, and we all contributed to make sure that box stayed our home, and then when we get into an actual home, you're the day one. You 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 were here. For, you've been here during the whole struggle. I agree, and like I think a problem with the Joe Budden podcast is people don't realize Joe Budden podcast started with. Uh, a host named Marissa and Peter Rosenberg. They yeah. were there to help him start the Joe Bunnett podcast. Mm-hmm. And Rory came like 10 episodes later. Then like 100 episodes later when they got rid of Marissa, uh, a mall came on. Yeah. So Joe was ranting about everything and was saying that mall wasn't day one or Rory wasn't day one. So he didn't deserve part ownership, or whatever he was asking for. And I said, if somebody's asking you for something, and this is what I want to say, but my, my perspective is... Uh, and this is tied to the next question. I can answer about the day one thing real quick, but like, uh, like, <clears throat> well, I'll, I'll say it at the end. But yeah, what does day one mean to y'all? Well, I told you, day one is who, whoever's been there. That, yeah. but, but to go further into that, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean day one means the first day we did it. No, day one could mean we're now hitting the success. We're at episode one fifty, and then from one fifty, somebody else comes in, and they bring something to the table and from episode 150 on to like 250 they've been here and now we've got a deal where oh now we have to define shareholders mm-hmm. do just because you weren't there episode one and you didn't come until episode 30 doesn't mean that you didn't contribute to get us to episode 250 exactly this so is why i said before you know you just got to itemize responsibilities yeah. and stuff. So exactly. there's no confusion in that type of shit. Know yeah, your role. JP, what does day one mean to you, my guy? Because we got to give JP a chance. Yeah, day one, day one is literally 
the same thing that Tuck said, the people that I've been with this whole time, the people that I struggled with exactly. and we got to where we had to get to together. Because it's right, always been that way. Because right now, let's say, for instance, it's been me and you for the last 29 episodes. JP comes in from episode 29 to episode 100. The podcast got way better after that. Mm-hmm. He is now day one because yeah. just mm-hmm. not by time, but like, yo, now you've helped build this. Through well, where it's I going. feel like people don't design the start line. Like, they don't designate. I put in my Lego piece. Just because we else. was going didn't mean we was heading to the journey. We might have been this whole time heading to JP's house. Yep. And then from JP, we had in the Six Flags. So yep. JP's house is the starting line. Yeah. yeah. So you just you just try to, I think it should be more who's loyal mm-hmm. and who who's, who's willing to struggle with you. Because it doesn't always mean that when we get to the top, you stay at the top. Sometimes you start yeah. falling. And when you start falling, people start falling off. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. I said, it, it just depends. And I was going to say this next question to tie into what you were saying before was... That's what I mean. Day one is just out the mud. And I would say in the event we someone new joins the cast after this, should they get the same ownership or say that we have? No, that's that's very tricky. And I don't want to say yes or no, because the thing is, like. What is how these questions are designed to be tricky and like contrast? I I can't answer that. Um, For me, it will be no. Um, and, that, and the only way I can see that being yes is if they are taking and contributing a huge, huge piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, what I'm thinking too. Yeah, if they contribute a huge piece of the pie, then I'll be like, yeah, okay. But if you're just coming in when the foundation's already built, mm-hmm. I just view you as an employee. Yeah, you can't just walk in from off the street like, yo, I want a piece. And nah. Yeah. So like, yeah, I, I, I want stock in this. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll fight view, me outside. I'll, Five view, on I'll view it like this. I'm pretty sure everybody saw the movie The Social Network. Yeah. So what I wouldn't consider you getting a huge piece is what happened when Zuckerberg and his boy built Facebook to what it was. And then what's the name that ran Napster comes in last minute, brings one big well, you can consider a piece. He he bought a couple of ideas. It took off, and then all of a sudden, it's like, well, he gets this percentage of mm-hmm. this. No, I think that's something that should be discussed. If you come in mm-hmm. when we're when we're just about, you know, when we're pulling into the last leg to pull in the finish line, and you give us that last piece of fuel to get there, okay, I can agree. You you get something. But if we're divvying it up evenly, no, you don't get that even piece. No. You know, I think so you this get... ties into the next question. Mm-hmm. Should somebody be compensated more for the work they're doing? Like, depending on how much work they're doing. Like I, th- like I said, yeah. I will view them as an employee. I mean, I'm not saying like... I'm not, got, I'm not saying pay. so. What yeah. I'm saying is, like, and I feel like the answer is yes. But like, let's say we brought Jeff on to operate the cameras. Jeff is operating the cameras and the soundboard doing all this stuff. Then we bring somebody else in to fucking bring us drinks. Do you think the guy who bring us drinks should be compensated as much as Jeff operating the boards? Nah, no, I don't. Nah, I this don't. This is just this is just a question. Yeah, Some people don't see that as a as yeah. such a a wipe clean done and dry answer as you do. You yeah. know what I mean? Some I, people might be like, "Nah, that guy with the drinks is bringing the sauce." Yeah, I, I simplified yeah. the question, <laughs> but it's going to be more confusing when the roles come to who's handling metadata or who's handling putting stuff out who's handling like their whole people's job is engineering how your podcast looks or audio looks to get it better placement yeah, yeah. so there's a point where whatever you contribute and if it's if, and if it helps you should be cons- uh, compensated 
but it doesn't mean by percentage. Like, let's say, for instance, Jeff's been here the entire time doing video, and it comes to there's a deal to be made. It may not necessarily be Jeff gets the same thing, but Jeff should get a certain percentage. Like, if, you know, like, hey, Jeff, it's not just money you're going to get, but you know what? 2% in the company. Yeah. 2% because you gave your time up. Do you think that's you? You talk to the person. Like, do you think that work fair? a deal out? Yeah. Do Do you think this and deal is fair? Communication is yeah. necessary. Hence, why we're here having this podcast, yeah. and we're bringing you guys in so you can hear us have this. Because not for nothing, did I give you guys any of these questions? You didn't nope. get a briefing on these. These are no. fresh answers. No. Yeah. You know, I think what happens to some people is that it it comes back to the first question you had. It starts to become about money, and money tends to blind people. To a lot of things and I think people start to forget when money starts flowing I'm pretty sure a lot of successful people out there who started a lot of successful shows or whatever had a lot of people that you don't know about that left because money became an issue I don't know like you said I don't know what happened to the Joe Button podcast I just know that things have come along I've heard the whole rant tape when he said like if I bring it to the table I eat if you bring it you eat I eat different. If you bring it to the table, you eat different. And what it sounded like to me was that two guys showed up and one person <laughs> one person was out there hustling, talking to sponsors, talking to guests, and two people just showed up and just said, okay, I'm here. And I'm pretty sure that's not the case. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm pretty sure they did their part and whatever. So what is that problem? What, you know, are you saying, like, look, even... If I bring, if I go out tomorrow and I meet somebody and they come in as a sponsor, doesn't mean you guys eat any different than I did. My job to help make a success is to do my part to make it mm-hmm. successful. So if that person comes to me and I bring it, yeah, I killed the buffalo and brought them to the table, but we all eat equally. Mm-hmm. All right. But that doesn't mean like after a while, maybe the point was. I kept going out to get it and everybody was just sitting back getting their bellies full. That's what I say. You itemize work and you price out what stuff does. I do think you should be compensated more for bringing something to the table, but it shouldn't be, it should not even be a, it should, it shouldn't not be a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. But it also shouldn't be the fact that the person who brings something all of a sudden now thinks that they own that they void all the past yeah. history yeah. or anything. So yeah. that that's more of what I wanted to say. And I wanted to say, so this is going to be the example is we're doing this podcast, right? And let's say this podcast is going to go public or gets a big sponsor in mm-hmm. a lot of times the way these deals and structures work is they want to include everything. Should we be, should we have to, bundling whatever thing we have on the side through this identity like if y'all don't know like the thing i put on the podcast says like in the bottom corner it says godspeed nyc and that's just the handle of how i wanted to handle everything because i didn't think 8-bit drum was a compensating enough name for Mm -hmm. what we wanted to do future and 8-bit drum defined a certain era of what we were doing and i wanted to kind of grow it up a bit and jp still involved and other friends are involved but i would i didn't want to name 8-bit drum because it was like, let's say shit blows up. I didn't want anybody to come and be like, yo, nigga, I, I had a hand in this because I helped you seven years ago on a fucking website. <laughs> <laughs> Join the club. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. 
So that was a conscious decision. And it wasn't, don't think that I just put my name of what I wanted to do on the company because it was like, Tuck, did I not say, you sure you want me to put this here in the native? Because we need a name there and it can't be, it shouldn't be Chronicles Chronicles. Because whenever you see something, it just looks dumb. And, and I, don't mean, I don't mean like that. I mean more like people see a name there in a company and they assume an operation is bigger than it is. You want to yeah. remove, I don't like naming stuff after me because you make it seem like. It's about you. Not that it's just about you, but it, it also makes it seem like about you, which is in craft work. Mm-hmm. It's endearing. Yeah. You hear a bear named Sean Tucker. Oh, that's a guy in his family. It could be the biggest thing in the world. That's a guy in his family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you see, oh, lightning beer, you think that's a company. That's somebody doing something. It seems bigger than it is. The same thing goes with the podcast. If we have a podcast and somebody approaches us about the podcast, they're going to approach us different if there's a name there and not. Yeah, I know. Not just some nigga's name. Nat, Nathaniel, blank, I'm not going to say my last name, podcast. Like They're going to try and play you like an individual and not respect how much work and how much people has had to affect this. And, and of course, you're going to have a lot of people that are going to pop in and say, like, oh, I remember talking to you about that. I gave you this idea. Where's my, where's where's my cut? Where's my cut? Or if it, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't yeah. got this. Or, well, or Tuck, I, Tuck I put can, this person on the show. Tuck yeah. can understand this. Outside of Justin, JP, Mark, Sharif, Raymond, and maybe Christian. None of y'all niggas had any contributing issues. Everything of this was fleshed out, planned out, and booted up, tied together, wrapped up, and shipped out before any of you niggas even talked about this. Anything you niggas talked about in conversation, we had already talked about. We have a we have a list of everything we planned. We planned Tuck. Have we not been planning this before the podcast came out? Pretty much the whole pandemic. Yep. Was this podcast not supposed to go live right before the pandemic? Yep. And then the pandemic hit, and then we had to put a hold on things and wasn't able yeah. to start till September? Yeah, because some of the equipment we couldn't even purchase because I had just gotten a, live, a, a big piece of equipment mm. right as the pandemic happened, and then shit just went south with every ordering stuff. We damn near still couldn't get another road. That's why that mic is different. Yep. Wow. You know, so... When I came in there, and that was me researching that there was a mic comparable to the roadie. There was a dynamic mic that was a cheaper thing. And I was just like, holy shit, let me go pick it up. Yeah. You know, so that's that was it. I mean, this, there was a point when I went to get the uh, roadcaster, they were out of, because people started podcasting so much during the pandemic, mm-hmm. they were out of stock. I just, what happened I, was. Like, so what happened is Tuck was supposed to buy two of them. I was supposed to buy the other two of the road mics with arms and stuff. They sold out before I could buy them. Tuck bought them one day, and when I went to buy them, they sold out because I was waiting to get paid. Tuck bought them on a Wednesday. I went to buy them on a Friday, and they were they gone. They were gone. Wow. You know, so when I found a Rollcaster, it was actually because B&H had gotten a small order of them in, and I think at this time, the pandemic was slowing down, and people, which happens to a lot of people, podcasting was big. Mm-hmm. People got into it, and then all of a sudden, people were like, eh, I'm not making any money right now. Which is so, the case. So people. when I went and bought it, I got a little bit of a discount, picked it up, bought it, and I just said, yo, it's either we do it now while everybody's dying <laughs> with it. Like not mm-hmm. I don't literally mean dying, that's poor choice of words during a pandemic, but why why the Poe podcast thing is dying down, all all the wannabes are falling off. Mm-hmm. All the people who just did it because they thought it was gonna be quick money are falling off. Now we can do this. And then we set it up and um Honestly, I will give props to Anthony because I was I was going to be shoved into my little part of the apartment and Anthony was like, this is the man cave, do it here. 
<laughs> he was like, just mm-hmm. pick a spot and we'll do it here. So the next question is, should we be aiming for the most money possible or creative freedom? You want, um, when it comes to podcasting, I'm pretty sure you have creative freedom unless you sell. And once you sell, you usually don't have any say. So, Well, like this is what I was alluding to before is yeah. there's a lot of contracts and why I brought up the Godspeed thing yeah. is – Godspeed is a name that I like a lot, and when I make my game and stuff, I plan under putting it under that name. Mm-hmm. And there are other shows like the Go Game Show, which we don't have to get into, that I, I've told you about forever, which I wanted to, and I'm not going to give him the sauce right now, no. but a bunch of other shit, and JP knows his other ideas, JP has, and I, don't, I haven't asked him if he wanted to put on it, but all the stuff I plan on doing creatively, I try, I want to plan to put under that title. And if somebody's come to do business with us with the podcast, I feel like it's the podcast. They can approach that and we address the titles and handling that po- like positioning mm-hmm. and stuff when that comes. But they're not touching that because my video game has nothing to do with the podcast. Exactly. They shouldn't get everything because like that's the thing with Joe was saying, which is when Spotify came to buy the podcast, they wanted everything for that fee. Mm-hmm. Buying the podcast, they wanted the JBN, they wanted the pull up, they wanted the other podcast he was starting they wanted everything he did, mm-hmm. which I think isn't fair. Yeah, because you're going to have to pay for those different things. But like, even if they want to buy out complete creative control of the podcast and we decide it's more worth it to do that and go do our side ventures, mm-hmm. I can understand if you guys wanted to do that because money, everybody needs money and everybody has their own goals. Like we've established, yep. everybody has their own goals. And you might be more passionate about these other goals at that specific point and decide we should take the money, which is a perfectly acceptable idea. But I just want to make it clear that you know, if we need to pull Godspeed out of this, my nigga, niggas can't. I feel like they shouldn't be able to approach, uh, like approach everything, and which is why I said, what goals do you have and stuff? Because I wanted to use that as more of a leeway. Like, do you think that should be included? And in, if somebody approaches us, like, I'm buying everything. Yeah, no. Name because, a price, I'm buying everything. Yeah, because the thing is, like, I have a T-shirt line I want to come out with, and it will go under a different LLC. It'll be mm-hmm. under something I'm doing. If Godspeed is your thing, I don't think they should have any right to it. I think I agree if, too, but I just want I just want yeah, to. I think ask if, the question, I think if they no. want to have like we're you know like we'll do what we have to do with business. That's something we'll that's gonna be coming up, and we're gonna have to do that. Now, when it comes to our side ventures, all of us going to have our own stuff that we're going to do. And no, if that's what I was saying with Justin earlier, this jumps off. It helps the other stuff. No, I agree. Yeah. And, the and thing which is, is why they be approaching people like they want everything yeah. everybody's involved in. Yeah. And, and it's like, weird no. because if we signed like Justin and Justin deserves a piece, right? There would be like, okay, imagine a vision of talk weeks, everything. We we want a piece of all of that. No, you you don't get a piece which of is, that. Which you doesn't make sense Justin. because yeah. it's completely separate. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I just wanted to ask everybody. Talk to Justin and Spades, nigga. Because I've had this conversation with people and they'd be like, no, because <laughs> they 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 put you on this platform, they should get a piece of everything else you did. I'm like, are you smoking? No, yeah. no, nah, that's not because the thing it's is. It's crack you do, huh? Yeah, because <laughs> it's crack, huh? Yeah, it's it's crack. Crack. So, these are questions. I'm not in, in, inferring yeah. that these are how you should handle stuff. I'm just asking yeah, to make because, sure we're all on the same page. Yeah, because the funny thing is. Because y'all could have said no to any of this thing and we would have had a conversation about yeah, it. Yeah, like the funny thing is there are other people that we know that are doing stuff. You got Keenan doing his own thing and you always try to lend a helping hand to your boy. Now, but if we, yeah, now Des, we become, for example, comes on the podcast and he blows up in WWE or something, we yeah. can't go to Des and be like, yo, give us a check. 
Yeah, exactly. You need a piece of that signing bonus, you know, Duke. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. But he, you know, like he. Des the whore, you're more like Des the Chronicle. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine, like, no, I love you, Des, though. Don't take this as a shot. Nah, like you, you come in there and then you're like, okay, Des, we become a clique. Des is part of his clique. Yo, kind of like how LeBron has his stuff. Mm-hmm. Yo, Des is part of his clique. We were helping Des do this. Des made it famous. Doesn't mean Des owes us anything. It exactly. just means like, oh, you're, you're, you're my boy. That's like, <laughs> that's like saying, like, if I, I hope he, he'll probably won't mind this. Let's say, like, Des go, went to wrestling school and we go, hey, we'll spot you, like, your first month. Don't even worry about it. Or, oh, here's money towards the gear. And the next thing you know, he blows up. Be like, yo, man, I paid for you, like, your, well, your, I paid for your first week of wrestling school. Yeah. I want to cut. Well, here's yeah, the thing. Is, you know, things here's, like that. I operate like this. JP and me have operated like this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Tuck has operated like this with me, and Justin's operated like this with me. I'm, I'm saying this is how I operate because the people I respect highly operate like this. Don't do anything for me if you're gonna ask for it. If you're gonna exactly. ask for something back, do it. If I do stuff for people out the kindness of my heart, I'm not expecting anything from it. And that was the problem I had with a lot of former members of Tacos. I'm just saying, if he blows up, the least he could do is at least you know get stone cold over here or something. Like, I yeah. want to crack a beer with him. Yeah, he's like, nah, fuck that. I need some. Well, I need yeah. some favors back. Yeah. I mean, no, his, the thing is, just his one thing is small that's thing, different. Bro. That's different because I'm not saying forget anything you've done or I've done for or for you or something. Exactly. I'm saying. If you did it out of the kindness of your heart, and just I'm telling, it. just exactly. respect that. I'm yeah. not asking I mean? for the boots off your feet. I'm just asking for a person to come through. That's it. I'm just asking for. A- yeah, like no. Nah, my thing is when you when you do that, you just sit down there like you're part of the clique. Go out there. The only thing I can ask you to do is bigger stuff. It's my person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, is anybody sure. we associate with and fuck with? If I see them winning, that's my nigga. They winning. Still, that's yeah. my nigga. They yeah. win. He win. We win. Yep. That's exactly. That's I mean, what we. Were I mean, saying. how many times do we all on social media say, "Hey." Check this person out. Check mm-hmm. like yeah. I know I, I brought back Follow Fridays, mm-hmm. even though they yeah. don't do do it on Instagram that much. But it's just still, mm-hmm. you know, everybody has a project. I want I want to say this also. People have to understand. I am terrible with social media. And if y'all leave the chronicle social media for me to handle, that shit is going into the ground. No, I am terrible at social media. I've gotten better at doing that because I've noticed. I'm like, oh wait a minute, when I do anything with the Facebook, when I do, I was like, all right, let me get on that. Nat's yeah. already doing way too much. I was like, like I started saying, oh shit, I'm falling. The off only again. social media I'm active on is Twitter, and it's my personal Twitter, and yeah. I go off. If you I, want the chronicles take, follow me on my personal Twitter. And I'm talking Chronicle shit on there. And I'm talking wild shit on there. Y'all might get some topics early. Y'all might get certain shit early because I'm going off there wild. Am I not, JP? Oh, yeah, true, my, yeah. my, my, my boy Keenan literally handed me my ass the other day because he was just like, yo, you're not posting on Facebook. You're posting too much on Instagram. He's like, yo, don't forget you got Facebook. Don't forget you got a Twitter. Yep. He's like, yo, you got to wear your marketing hat now. It's like, yeah, you're, you're so focused on creating. But you, he said, like, dude, you're not signed. You're not, you, you got to be your own PR. And that's something I was just like, oh, shit. Right, I got I got to focus time and energy on that as well, and it's the same thing. Like you just said, you got to focus on you, you. You're doing the content, but at the same time, you're also your own agent. You got to go find guests for the podcast show that you have. Yep. You have to go do marketing. You have to promote the show so people can know the sh- next episode is out. Yep. So it's just like it literally is a constant twenty four seven type of type yep. of thing. So. The answer to the question was, I think we should be aiming for creative freedom. I don't care yeah, if yes. we're getting yeah, paid. Yeah, I, I agree. say that too. 
Just personally, my nigga. I don't care if we fail, but if we fail because I decided to do something, y'all could fight me. I I can give y'all y'all my five on the leaf, but I'd rather it be one of our decisions. That's what I say. I'd rather have us fail because of us, not because of someone else. And I don't want to have that rift between us and someone else, too. And the last thing you want is somebody coming in into your show and and literally neutering what makes your show your show. So you can't say, oh, Sean, you can't tell a story about you stealing money from strippers. Like no, that we keep you know they try to literally come in and change the yeah. entire content. Mm-hmm. Of your Yo, now get your boy Tom. Get your boy Tom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, first of all, I want to clarify this. I stole no money from strippers. I just made change. Okay, okay. <laughs> three more questions, out. and these might take long, so I'm trying to trying to get to the next one. How should we handle resentment in both business and friendship? Because mm-hmm. we are all friends that are in business, and all businessmen that are also friends. Yeah. I think and if you don't think that you're a businessman, I'm going to tell you if you're here, my nigga, and I'm talking to you guys, you're a businessman. Okay. So here's, I always handle business like my mom had a, had a very good way of handling everything. She was like, nobody ever knew your father and I were arguing mm-hmm. because what we would do is in public, we held hands, we looked very loving. In private, when we had a problem, that problem was in, in, in the house. If they were going to go five on a leaf, it was in the house with them to there hashing out the problem. Mm-hmm. But when public came to it, public didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Public just because that way nobody was doing speculations and adding the stuff. Because what happens is when you let the public in, other people get in your ear and start doing, saying stuff that turns you against the person. So my thing is like, if there's an issue, just pulling to the side and talk about it. it may not be as simple as talking. It may be a yelling match. It may be, I don't agree with this. It may be, I'm not speaking to you for a couple of days because I need to calm down. Everything we do is just like bit a marriage and anything else. Sometimes, or family. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get mad at your sibling. It don't mean you don't love them. It just means right now you're mad. Well, here's the thing. When they don't allow you, handle, you handle it later. aren't a vine. They're a series. They're something you have to come back for. Yeah. And sometimes it got to take a break. And there might be some pause in between that for you to get back to it and find the ending. Yeah. yeah. You just got to come back and just say, this is a problem. You shouldn't. I always say, don't let nothing fester. I don't, something, I don't mind sitting down and having a face-to-face meeting about anything. That's yeah. like the best way to go. There will always it. be creative differences in yeah. any project. I mean, this is why. You have a team. I mean, like any team, there's always going to be, everybody has their own ideas. People see things a different way. You always got to have to have a common ground. Otherwise, you have to do shit solo. Because, Tuck, you know. If and, you, I say, and I say this, like I said. What are you saying? I was about to say, Tuck did go ahead and mention it in a way where he went ahead and said that you can, when you bring up something to him, it, he'll, you give him a reason behind it, then it's understandable. Well, yeah, because here's the thing is, I feel like all of us know nobody's here saying anything petty and there's stuff that I've been like, oh, I don't like the way that's done, but I would let it go because it doesn't affect anything. Why I'm complaining to Tuck because I don't like it. I'm not, I'm not just saying that for Tuck. I'm just saying to Tuck cause yeah. he's in front of me, but that's been the thing with a lot of things like in life is if I don't have a reason to, to bitch about something, then I maybe should just leave him alone. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's just handling stuff. That's how you handle stuff with friends. And like, it, and, the, and also at the end of the day, how long JP was your mic shitty? And and I let you rock with your mic being shitty when we was playing games. And I was like, Yo, my nigga, you need to do something about your mic. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. 
And because over. after you, you always you always turn around and let me know, but it's just like, yo, eventually I'll get myself a new mic. Don't worry about it. No, but what I'm saying is did that ever stop us from. I'm just saying, like, nah, it never did stop us yeah. from playing games. It was like, nah, this is my nigga. We still playing games. Yeah. I'm gonna give him shit about it, but I'm not gonna be like, nigger, get your microphone together. <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah. I, I did that. What are you, Hulk Hogan? No, I did, <laughs> <laughs> I did that because if you're playing Call of Duty, you know people got to be like, people got to say the n word really hard. Like I like I like how Justin looked at me and then he looked over and he said, "What are you Hulk Hogan?" He was like, and Justin was like, "Aha!" <laughs> like, the light bulb was like, "Oh, that's who he was going with, brother." Like, no, nah, like that's that's what you're supposed to do. The thing is, like everybody has a way they think something should go. Like mm-hmm. I always tell people, like, look, I'm old as hell, man. Sometimes and there may be something you may think is funny, and I'm like, that ain't funny. Like, do that. But then I have to sometimes take myself back and go, no, he might be right. <laughs> like, that's like, you don't find it. For, that's what I laugh at about how the world is right now. It it kind of seems like I always say this to you, your generation. And I don't really mean it in any disrespect. I'm, nah, you mean all disrespect. Like, and there are times I sit back and I look back and say, this is why one thing I do like about this podcast. It's a different generation. Different generations coming together to talk about stuff. What was there was something you said on a podcast a while ago. There were things in my generation that was acceptable and it could possibly be wrong, but people just accepted it. And now in your generation, you know what's wrong, and that's not going to be acceptable anymore. And you have to realize that that's what happens when you evolve. There's a saying they say, "Each one teach one." Don't oh I said this in the beginning. Don't think because I'm older. Everybody should follow me because of what it is. We all have to learn from each other. I can teach you something that I know that may have been successful for me. You can take it and turn it and evolve it. But then in that turn, you teach the person below you because everybody's going to have different ideas. Don't get mad at something. Talk about it. And I don't think people talk anymore. They just react. They get mad. Mm-hmm. You're not doing it the way I want to. You're not doing this. I've said this to a lot of people. I don't always agree with what a younger generation does, but you also got to realize that they're evolving past what we were. We don't have the same things they have right now. We don't have the same opportunities. There was internet wasn't as big when I was 16. Okay. Um, there was no social media presence when I was 16. Everybody was outside because I was too busy fucking. That's why. (laughs) So (laughs) what you have to do is if you have an issue, come together. And I think they did that at one, they mentioned that during the Joe Buttons podcast. Somebody came together to be a mediator. And I do think that's important. You should get somebody who does not have any skin in the game for either one of you guys. Mm-hmm. Say your grievances in front of that person and let them say, wait, give this person a chance to talk. Wait, you give this person a chance to talk and get it. Well, not get a full outside, get a referee. Because like I said, yes. I don't know the full situation. But if somebody is having this just to be like, yeah, but I'm right, it's not yeah. going to accomplish yeah, it's anything. not going to work. As friends, you should be giving your friend the benefit of the doubt. Yep. Exactly. But do So this is a remix of an earlier question, but do you have any goals you feel like this podcast is helping further you towards? I think, I think this podcast is helping me with a lot of creative juices, and it's kind of bringing me out of the lazy mode I've been in. Like, you earlier when I was telling you about how I wanted you to move and surprise and you were like, yo, there were things going in my life all in my life and it was depression. I feel like it, that's what 
kind of happened to me a few months ago. I don't feel motivated. And even Justin asked, like, hey, you don't write anything. I don't feel motivated. I feel like I have this monkey on my back. I got money to think of. I got um, a job I'm not fully happy with. I don't feel creative. I feel like the world sucks. Nothing is working. Then this podcast, even in the beginning, I thought it, it was doing whatever. This podcast has given me the ability to think of the other goals that I want to do. It's given me the ability to be creative about something. Like, I haven't created anything for a t-shirt in over a year. Mm. This podcast gave me the ability to go back on my computer and do that. Mm-hmm. Gave me the ability to start thinking about editing more. It made me think about, just the other day when you mentioned social media, I was looking at Facebook. We never posted anything on the Facebook. <laughs> let, let me go I stop posting. I fucking hate Facebook. I was, yeah. was going to tell you, hold, to yeah. I don't know if you started on that yet, but I was going to say, hold on until we turn around and like start getting videos up. Because that's the one thing that also yeah. I, that I'm starting to get, like I want to go ahead and like start contributing to it. And like that. I told JP, because JP was asking me something early, and I was like, here's the thing is, if we all sit like this, where's the camera going? Yeah. So I, I did say, and I was telling Anthony, I think what we need to do is there's a semicircle table that I saw where we'll sit in a semicircle and we can use the cameras to be in front of us. So when we do start getting ready to film, this table is going to change. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a different look and it's going to be a different way. And then, you know, I can get the ideas of how is this going to be. I think we should, like I said, I think we should still sort of face each other. I hate the, we're all on one side, like a panel. Cause it doesn't, the conversation no. doesn't feel natural. I like this ability to look at Justin, look at Tuck and look at JP when I'm speaking to them. I feel like that makes tense moments even even more tense or even funnier when you're looking somebody in the eye yeah, and you're telling them, like, what the fuck? I can't remember the last situation we had that was like that. That was the thing where JP said something, and the look on your face was like, and I was just like, and that made me laugh harder uh-huh. by the look <laughs> on your face. But I think the hardest thing about doing something like that is that, like, for instance, drink champs can do that because they have a cameraman behind on one side and he's constantly moving. Unless this was in the middle of this thing and then we had cameras set up that zoomed in on somebody's face, yeah. then mm-hmm. that would make sense. But we don't have that budget. We got to yeah. work around our budget. And, and, I, and I think like a semicircle table is a the nice medium. Yeah, my, nice medium where we can get a full shot of everybody and then we can aim the cameras at different people mm-hmm. and have them do whatever and it and it works with the budget of everything and the equipment that I have now so that we can do what we have to do and it, it inspires me like even getting here Saturday I was just like damn it it's Saturday this is the only day I get to either create something now I want to take a nap today and I'm doing but mm-hmm. I got up we did this and it also got me jumping again like yo mm-hmm. you need to go create this so mm-hmm. it's it's leading to opening up other things because the one thing I would love to do is Debut, you know, once I get all the business of my, my T-shirt done, debut T-shirts on here, get some ideas from you guys and say, yo, this week we going to wear this T-shirt so we can promote whatever. And it's a design and this hype, hype everything up. I think that's what this does for me. It gets everybody here moving in the direction of all the other projects they want to do. Because you're not going to just do one project. JP, you, you might have something. I know what Nat has his plans. He said it. What are your other plans that you want to do with this after this podcast? If this blows up next week, what are the jumping points that you want to have? Mm, stuff like, uh, like I want to start getting in front of a camera and start doing stuff again. Like I remember back when I was trying to do stuff for Tacos and Geeks where you guys were trying to go ahead and get me to be like a news reporter or some type of way like that. Mm-hmm. But before, a correspondent, yeah. Yeah, but before with, I wasn't fully able to go ahead and commit because it's kind of hard for me to be myself in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm starting to get used to like being able to speak and... Yeah. Jump around and be myself. That's 
I can do it now. Like, that's what I want to be able to that do. That was a fault of mine is I was always trying to put JP in front of the camera and go do podcast. And JP wasn't comfortable. And I was like, yo, my nigga, just show the fuck up. I will do everything else. How long was I telling <laughs> yeah, you let's yes. do Let's Place and just show yeah, the fuck just up? show the fuck up. It's hard for me to go and do it. But now it's like, yo, it's almost flawless for me now. Like, I can do it. I have faith in my... I have Folk, yeah, the, you have the drive, the confidence. Now that's why yeah, this yeah, is yeah. not this is not people who don't know. But if we had an opportunity to get money, you know what the one per, like pertinent thing that I feel like would I, that I would push to do? Let's use this money to get everybody competent cars so we can you know make this happen. Even aside from our other jobs, if that's we could all was, wake up, I was raging on and my just way go get here. a fucking shitty Corolla that we could push around JP specifically and me, so we could just show up to wherever we need yep. to to do the podcast. Yep, I feel like that would improve the ability because then it opens up. Oh, we could maybe do one on a Wednesday or something. Not that we yeah. want to do it, but like if we need to do one in a clip yeah. situation, like when we had to throw away that podcast. Yeah, we had that. Them, them three leverage trains today had me heated, boy. Yeah. Them shits was back to back. I was like, come on, A train for rock. Yeah, nah, like, and struggles that, real, and bro. That, that, I mean, one of the other things I'd hope we could do is, you know, like I, I definitely told Anthony, like if things blow up, you are definitely getting compensated for everything you've done here with us and for us. But one of the things I would like to do to make it easier for guests and other people is possibly get like my boy Victor has a little studio in the city mm-hmm. because it's easier for people. Like if you and I drove up there, all right, cool. There's parking around there. We can park. But if somebody has to come meet us, they're not coming out to Long Island. They can just pop in the city from anywhere or like, you know, cause there are a lot of people I know from the, from the job that are celebrities that would love that have heard the podcast and would love to come on. But Long Island is just too far of a trek to come. Yeah. Out that, that's another reason why for certain people that I can, I sort of talk to and they ask me about it. Like flex, flex lives all the way in Brooklyn, not in Brooklyn, Bronx. Yeah. Bronx, bro. I mean, there, there are times I'm like, if we had a bigger budget, I wouldn't mind Ubering somebody from where they were, Mm -hmm. you know, and Ubering them back saying like, okay, we don't have to, but you know, like come down and we'll Uber you out here and then we'll Uber you back. But you know, that's, that's, I I thought to myself on a, on a weekly, if Uber was, it's, you know what else it is? $30 on one day. I was like, that wouldn't be so bad. I think the app shut down, but remember what happened when we was playing this podcast? What did I show you? Uh. It was that space, that app, that, you could rent spaces and that yeah. was our plan pre pandemic yeah. was renting these spaces for whenever yeah. we had a guest in the city, we get the carrying case for that. You yep. get multiple of these stands and another set of mics so we can rotate them in and then bring them with yeah. us. Because so these mics could stay here. We bring mics there yeah. and then have the setup there. Like honestly, the mic that JP has, I would buy four more mm-hmm. and then we can throw oh, those because they have, ca- have yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have carrying cases for that. And I can throw those four mics in there and we can have, these are the moving mic cases mics that we use. People don't realize this setup isn't that in like, aside from the wires, getting another set of wires and stuff. Cause I would leave these wires exactly the yeah. way they are. But yeah. one of these wires, I don't even need this other wire, longer headphone wire. And we just put this all in a bag. That's two, maybe three bags. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we, Ride, we ride over to the city. I mean, there is a there is a spot in the city that Jarrell put me on to that is relatively cheap. I mean, Jarrell has literally only spent like he's on a deep budget, sixty bucks. And this place is in the city; it has a room, and it's sixty bucks. And he's literally been there for three hours, mm. you know. And you just go in there; sixty bucks is not not a bad price, oh. as long as the only thing is it's an empty room. We'd have to find like. 
chairs that chairs we could bring. And tables and yeah, stuff. and to bring there. So that's the and only that's thing. Hence the car. If you had a car, now it's even easier. I'm good at driving in the city. You know, I used to drive in the city all yeah, the time. You know, whip it to the city, set everything up, and keep it moving. But the last question is: Let's say this is successful and it's heading towards destruction. Like, what do you think we should prioritize? Keeping the pod if successful and keeping the the like money coming in or should it be because i know everybody like if this is our main source of income positions change mm-hmm. or should we be prioritizing keeping the friendship I, th- I think this is the tough question yeah i think no matter what you're doing you should um always keep the friendship money will come people you trust and you're around and you know you grow up with and you grow old with that doesn't always come easy we went ahead and basically the way i look at it is we came up if you're basically what you just said if we blew up and then everything was going to shit we came up bro we could come up again that's the way they, i look at uh, it yeah. I, 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 i'll say this it's just um, a question that needs to be asked yeah, you know you, these are not these are not questions yeah. i'm asking because i'm like nigga we should blow this it's, shit up exactly. and fuck our friendships <laughs> when I get yeah. nah, you 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 can always make money you can't replace your brother yeah you know yeah, so that actually deserves an applause and, yeah and the last question that, that actually went faster because there was nobody disagreed, but then I want to leave the room for there to be disagreement. I would say last question is, do y'all think this was survey shit? Do y'all think this talk was valuable? Did y'all think it was good that we recorded it and are putting it out? Y'all could say no. I'm just saying, you, 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 you hit me with the survey shit. This is normally when I hang up the phone call, and I'm like, nah, I'm not answering your fucking survey. Because you could say no, my, my nigga. You <laughs> could say no, and we won't do this again, but I feel like this is good. Like I'm not saying we have to do this every other week, my nigga, but if we do this... As Twice a, a year, I feel like it would be as good. As an avid listener, I say this is a uh, nice welcome pace. It's a different type yeah. of tone. It also shows uh, versatility. Growth. That you can also show, like, okay, yeah, we're, we're joking, we, but yeah. you can also have these type of serious conversations mm-hmm. when, when it's warranted and you when know? it's needed. Well, I was going to say, like yeah. I told JP earlier, because I didn't think JP understood what was happening when we was recording, not in, like, a bad way, but I was like, yo, this is definitely going to be a more serious podcast, not because... I feel like I want everything to be serious. JP knows I'm Mr. Jokes all the time. But the thing is, I think this would be really cool in a year. Let's say this blows up. We sign a great deal. We're doing stuff, right? And people could go back and listen to this and see an example of friends who had a podcast, who blew it up, had had business go together, and didn't drive themselves into the fucking sun. Yep. And I agree. I think it it was worth it to have it. because even though we make jokes, we don't have a, we every once in a while we have a serious discussion with something and it breaks from the jokes. And then we did with this one, we had jokes in the beginning and then we broke to something serious. And it also will give you a, a temperature of how people will listen to you. Because the thing is, if we do the jokes in the beginning and then you see viewership falling off, you know, for mm-hmm. instance, do people really want to hear the serious side of it? But at the end, I expect this retention rate to drop once we get serious, and yeah. I don't think this to do well in the beginning. I, I think this is going to no. be one of the lower listen to episodes. Yeah, but, but this is that's why this is a bonus. The normal episode is going to go out. It's already edited, ready to go. Mm. But this on the side is its own thing that I'm putting out on its own, and it's going to be there. It's but a, it's a litmus test. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if we do get people listen to it, and they're but like, not, not even a litmus test, but it's going to be really cool. Once this does blow up. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, you know what I mean? This people, is going to be a cool example for aspiring creators and stuff to look at this and be like, oh, shit. Yeah, but that, that's this is I, a conscious decision because I feel like people like I talk to people and I, and I don't really say much about it, but I feel like they think we lucked up into this. Mm-hmm. Like this wasn't a conscious effort. Yeah. 
on how to handle you, things. You, you, Everything yeah. was super conscious. Me having to talk with JP about, yo, you got to be consistent about this. And JP could have been like, nah, fuck you, nigga. But yeah. it was const- consistent. And JP said, oh, this is worth me putting my time into. You am, will, I, am I yeah, wrong that's, about that's that? True. That's true. That's why I'm you, here you, every you, Friday. You will yeah. get that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. As as the show goes forward, you're going to get a lot of people that are going to go, oh, I didn't think you were serious about this. Or, that's cool. Well, I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm not taking any offense to it, but yeah. I'm saying this is cool because... I feel like in the past I would hear that and it and, and it would do the opposite effect of what somebody would intend. Yeah. They would mean to inspire you and it would so like so doubt or maybe they didn't like intend to so doubt. But if somebody hears this and goes back and listen to this and realize holy shit, they've been through it, I think it would be cool. Yeah, no. That's why I was saying if this this is where if you keep people listening to it and they listen past this part, they'll get an idea of where we're at. They'll just say, okay, well, these guys can be funny, but they're also serious. And they also take topics very seriously. And they're going to tell, we're not just a bunch of clowns laughing and joking at everything. We're about, you know, there's a, a purpose to this. We have minds. We can think, you know, it's not. Respect on my mind. Yeah. Like we're, we're all, we're not just like, oh, it's all jokes and mindless humor. No, we, we do think through things and do whatever. Like the, I don't want to put it as the, Joe Button's podcast downfall does make you think about how people handle coming together. Because listen, when you do a show by yourself, it's on you. Mm-hmm. If you do a show with one other person, it's you and the other person. If you do a show with multiple people, that's multiple personalities coming out to together to bring one thing. Yo, say what's on your mind. Like, don't if you feel something is bothering you. I'm gonna that. amend this. I'm not gonna say it's fa- falling, but that chemistry is falling because Joe is still doing his podcast with the other two hosts, and some people really enjoy that. But personally speaking, while I might listen time to time, my investment was in that original, not original, but that group of Rory Maul. Yep, and and what you call it? Because I used to listen to the Joe Budden podcast when it was Melissa, um, Marissa, and Rory. And I listened initially when it was Peter Rosenberg there helping Joe and Marissa. I wasn't really attached. When Rory and Maul, when Maul joined and it was Rory Maul, that was where I was like, oh, this is valuable. This is something that I feel like is worth me dedicating sometimes three hours a week to listen yeah. to. Because mm. his podcasts are three, four hours. Yeah. On YouTube, I'm looking like, wow, this is a three-hour podcast. Like. You know, when we have our podcast, I will say a shout out to everybody who said, yo, you guys had a three hour podcast. And I even though I didn't listen to it all the way through, I listened to it in parts and I enjoyed every bit of it. You know, so that's where we at time wise right now. We're at two forty eight. Okay, cool. So let me wrap this up. Another week, another pod. More guests, more success. We here with the essentials. This is the essential pod. (laughs) And This is Saturday 15th. We haven't heard the other part of that that breakup situation, but I didn't think that was necessary to move forward with this. This was more for us and for the listeners to understand where we come from, and I feel like it was valuable. Mm-hmm. Hope all my co-hosts feels the same. Yeah. Yep. And we out of here. Thank y'all for listening. It's your boy, Seymour Dollars. It's your boy, the Travel Chief. It's your boy, Black Lavender. Hollywood just. <laughs> I had to cut off Hollywood. Said Hollywood Just. Oh, he, he cut you off with the egg roll. Oh, oh yeah. Well, oh. Get <laughs> <the fuck> <laughs> out of here.
ha Broke as a joke, it's alright with me uh, I'ma be okay one day Mood ring, watch my fucking mood change I don't nope. care what you say He speaks with no bass or trouble Get mixed up, yeah, never on my level Mixed bitch, tits straight out of heavy metal Put a nigga in the dirt like a fucking shovel Tiss, 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 yeah, nigga know better